Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, the left-leaning politics and atheist show that is doing just fine. We're fine. We're all fine. Fine. How are you? I'm, we're fine. Fine. We're fine. fine. I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> You're fine. Fine. I try. I kind of tried doing that last week with the intro by myself, but it didn't quite work. So anyway, this is episode number 292, and we're so glad to have you along for the ride. I'm your host for this and every episode. I go by the name X. Only because, uh, you know, I don't even want to fucking give an intro on that one. Uh, joining this triple me X was is... taken. <laughs> right. Joining me this episode is uh, Felicia Entwistle, Joe Bacon, and our special guest, Neil the 604 Atheist. It's been about six months since we had you on. We're glad to have you here again, man. My pleasure, and man. I always love you. Yeah. Well, yes, he's found. He's not in kitty Orzo. jail anymore. Why, oh, he's still in kitty jail. <laughs> oh, wait. He's, 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 he's grounded. grounded. He's so grounded. <laughs> anyway, All sorry. Right, so. New week is here. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about some of the stuff that we've been up to for the past week because people are just dying. This is some people's favorite segment, Roger. I'm talking to Roger. You. Roger. <laughs> You're Roger. Love you. Clarence, Clarence. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Oh, God damn it, you did make that joke, didn't you? <laughs> was that airplane? Yeah, it was Yes, airplane. it was. Yes. <laughs> What's your vector, Victor? Clarence, Clarence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're in good company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, I need a second to think about what I've been up to for the past week because it's been a whole lot of fucking nothing. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I've been doing I got a, a story. I've been putting together lawn. Oh, no. Let's see. Hang on. Patio furniture. Patio doing lawn. I mean, it's it's nice just being able to sit out in my backyard. I always love doing that. Yeah, but, that's uh, my favorite. It's 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 been nice doing that again, isn't it? And it's... I. Uh, I, I'm not a crazy lawn person, but I like having a sh- nicely trimmed lawn. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not one of those people in your backyard or... Oh, we're planting well, clover okay. this year. Well, and I'm, I'm pulling up, we got a new fire pit and everything. So I'm going to be pulling up a garden Sweet. tomorrow and we're going to get a swimming pool because the kids aren't going to be much, able to go to a regular swimming pool and shit. Oh, yeah. So think kids need activities like a mr turtle pool or no an actual no, i'm gonna get i'm gonna get one of those like four foot tall oh nice uh, oh like no swords foot nearby pools. it yeah <laughs> it's one of those pools where it's like hey you're taking your own life into your own hands on this one kids <laughs> <laughs> i played in many of those i'm fine <laughs> yeah and fine. it's fine yeah, you're fine and it's <laughs> we're fine it's gonna be one of those pools where it's like it's gonna be the uh the equivalent of the kind of like chemicals that Trump wants you to inject into your body, you know. Oh, the Clorox. (laughs) Hey, if I'm out of pool chlorine, I will put fucking bleach into my pool. Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Actually, not bad. Bleach, miracle mineral solution. (sighs) Jilly juice. (laughs) 
put some jelly juice in your pool. No. no. Ble- industrial bleach does not go up butts. Can't believe this has to be said, but it does. Industrial <laughs> bleach. guy doing that. Industrial bleach does not go up butts, in eyeballs, or inside your body in general, or on your skin in general. Well, I mean, I've still got a, uh, I've still got a whole bunch of star sand from when I was making uh, beer, so I could probably use some of that too. That's a good anti. That's yeah. a good disinfectant, but don't take internally, goddammit. No. Even if they put chocolate syrup in it, don't do it. Don't do it. Chocolate syrup? Why would you so, even think something like that? The, the good news is this is going to get rid of a lot of Trump voters. You know? Yeah. Oh, no. Because <laughs> some dumb, and I've got it for later. I've got a, I, now that I've said it, I have to bring it up on Fun With Real Audio for this week because, man, somebody was talking about vaping bleach, and it's just like, <laughs> No, but, but but they have Clorox tubules. What do you need? That? <laughs> it's not a real product, everyone. No, it's not. It, <laughs> You're kidding. It's not Tide what? Pods either. Too. It's just. It makes me funny that the the president of the fucking United States can't would think that the Tide Pod challenge was like a real thing. That, hey, I heard kids are doing this, and it's a thing. <laughs> they also have the uh, the Lysol inhaler. Everything's so dumb. Everything's so dumb. Shout out to even or to the worst year ever. Worst year ever pod. (laughs) Check it out. That's a very real podcast that they named last year about this year, and they didn't know. They didn't know how bad it was going to be. No, but boy, did they name their podcast right. Um, And Joe Biden today. The the candidate I am least excited about yes. ever. What did he have to say? I was more excited for John fucking Kerry than I was for Joe Biden. <laughs> and what came is- out today and talked about how he fully expects Trump to try to postpone the election. Really? You have the candidate saying that. What we're in topsy turvy fucking world, people. Why are you saying this, Joe? Don't say that, Don't- Joe. Don't give him ideas. Are you stupid? Oh, wait, no, it's Joe Biden. Well, he, everyone can vote from home, can't they? Hey, look. Oh, yeah. He's going to get my vote because there's obviously not a fucking other solution for this. And I'm, we're not going to get too deep into it because I don't want to depress yeah, anybody yeah, yeah, because yeah. I already have. Yeah. Uh, Felicia, talk to, your, talk to us about your cat. <laughs> so my cat got lost this week. <laughs> uh oh. And as you yeah. saw, if you're if you're watching on video, you saw. You've seen that him. He's he home, so don't worry. There's a there's a happy ending to this story. He once was lost, but, he, but now, now is found. Um, <laughs> was kind of blinded, but no longer has a cone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He does have one squinty eye. Um, so always going around looking like this. Meow. Like he's pissed off he he often goes out in the (laughs) early morning while it's still dark but he's always back by light by the time the sun starts coming up and that's like his favorite cuddle time so um roger leaves while it's still dark even at even now so it's still dark out um and i fall back asleep and i wake up and i realize he's not there and i'm like okay that's weird so I get up and I call his name and he actually does come when he's called. He always stays close to home. He comes when he calls. It's very weird, but he does come when he's called. <laughs> um, and I call his name and he doesn't come. So I, I end up falling back asleep and I get back up and I call his name again. Um, 
uh, and it sounds like that a lot of time is passing. It's not. I have to go to work in the morning too. Uh, but like, I don't sleep well, especially if I'm stressed. So it's probably like 20 minutes between these two. And I call his name again, nothing. I fall back asleep and I get up and I'm getting ready for work. I go out and look for him in the backyard and nothing. Uh, I call his name again. Um, and then as I'm leaving for work, I drive around the neighborhood to see if I can see him. Nothing. So already not having a good day because uh again he's usually he's home by the time the light comes up because he's not a wanderer uh he likes to be inside during the day pretty much and uh so i'm messaging roger and he's like he's fine he's fine uh he'll be home when you're home i'll be home soon roger gets home before me and roger gets home and roger's home for half an hour and he hasn't messaged me so i'm like oh so he's not home is he no he wasn't no, Orza was not home yet. The cat was still missing. So now he's officially <laughs> missing. So now I start crying at work. And um, you're officially a bad cat now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's officially in trouble. And I'm like, I am really having a hard time um, because this cat has been with me since I was married. He's he's the only thing I got out of the divorce and frankly worth it because uh, <laughs> this cat and I are very, very close. And uh, because well, we all know the PTSD wasn't fucking worth them worth anything. Yeah, the PTSD <laughs> from the marriage definitely was. Yeah, you're right. I got the and cat the gaslighting. The, yeah, the yeah, cat I got the is cat, a much I got the thing. cat and the PTSD. So, you know, the cats don't gaslight. <laughs> cats, cats don't. And so, Sorry, no, it's so funny. Joke. No, it's very funny. You're right. No, I got PTSD <laughs> and a cat. Guess which one I really want to keep around. <laughs> and the cat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, so I get home, uh, Rogers already posted his picture on a bunch of Facebook groups. He's called the shelter, but, uh, and he's gone walking the neighborhood, but now it's my turn to go walk the neighborhood because maybe he'll come when I call him. Right. Um, and we can't find him. It's the middle of the day and, uh, no luck. Uh, we talked to a couple of people <laughs> keeping social distancing um, one lady was very offended that, uh, I said, my cat doesn't like kids. He just, he just, he just doesn't, he's never been around them. He just hides from them. That's all he does is he hides from them. I'm like, yeah, he probably won't come out for your kids. He doesn't really what? like kids. And she was like, why would he be offended? I know. Because was, this is Utah. This is Utah. Real, and like, this is Utah. Like and I trained my cat to hate kids. If, if if Sick you him. don't if you don't love crotch goblins or you know it, all of a sudden you're an evil person. She seriously like, gave me a little, a little like, cow, and I was just like, you know. And so, um, no luck. So I'm devastated. Uh, periodic crying at this point. Roger buys me really delicious Mexican food, which did help my spirits a little bit. And I mean, really delicious Mexican food. We got chili relleno, and we got enchiladas, and we got what they called a corn quesadilla, but it was an empanada, uh, <laughs> which is great. I love empanadas, and the guacamole was good. It was really good. Ooh, good the guacamole. local good. place, so you know, it was um, yeah, like mom and pop type thing, huh? Like yeah, a mom like, and pop yeah, thing, yeah, 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 awesome, was, oh, awesome, so good. Um, so fantastic Mexican food. And I cry a bunch more, um, but then it's bedtime. And now this is where I lose it because Orzo and I like are really big cuddlers at night. Like, <laughs> and so I'm falling. I have a, I'm having a really bad time, but we're watching a documentary and I, I soothe myself and I 
think I hear the dog door. And I get up and I check and nothing. And so I get back to bed. A couple more tears. But I'm like, it's going to be okay. We're going to find him. He's chipped. You know, he's, he's vaccinated. It's getting, we're going to find him. Um, Where's my fucking cat? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the shelter is uh, has uh, has told Roger that they're going to give him daily updates. Like the, half my neighborhood's looking for him at this point. We're going to find the cat. Um, so we're laying there, and then I definitely heard the dog door. And I sat up. I'm like, no, that time I heard the dog door. And I go, Orzo, and he goes, jumps on the bed. I lost it. I lost it. I hugged him. He hissed at me because I was hugging him, and he. he he didn't have a good day either, and <laughs> uh, but he's home. He was home. Oh my god! And uh, Roger goes and puts the uh, block in the dog door because there's a special like it's a slide the and slide thing goes. Yeah, in. yeah. So he blocks the dog door. Cat's grounded, and <laughs> um, and Orzo spends the rest of the night really needing my attention, and we cuddled. <laughs> harder than we've ever cuddled and we're again big cuddlers and like i mean he made me move my blanket at one point so he could curl up in my belly like he was just Aww. like move no we're this is one of those instances where you kind of wish you put a, would have put a gopro on him to see right? what was happening right, right? Well, so wouldn't I that be cool so i it might have been but after the fact we kind of realized we think we know why he got lost oh. and uh he went out in the early morning like he does but this day happened to be green trash pickup day, curbside. So the big trucks were coming around earlier than they ever do for trash pickup. And we think he got spooked and hunkered down all day until it got quiet enough to come back late at night. Wow. Yeah. How long do those trucks hang around? Well, no, it just would have been enough to spook him. That's all it would have had to take, right? Like, it's just because cats are really good hiders. And he clearly oh, yeah. not. He was dirty. He had not bathed all day. <laughs> oh, so he was pretty freaked, I guess. Yeah. yeah something something yeah, like no, that must definitely. have happened, sure. Yeah. yeah. So he, yeah. Aww. Like it was just one of those days. Like it was just a bad day for him to go out, really. And like, and you, you gave him all the loving when he got home. <laughs> I have a picture of me like laying on his belly. And he was, in, he was like, yeah, yeah. I'm cool with this right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In this moment, this is great. <laughs> he, he missed. He was like, he was really excited to be home and get cuddled. So he, he just didn't like the sudden grab hug. That was the only thing he didn't like. But, <laughs> but he'll hiss at me if I like try to give him medicine or anything. And he never does anything. But I have literally had my fingers in his mouth when he's hissed at me and he won't bite me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, what about you? What have you been up to for this week, man? Well, I was so sound asleep. Tuesday <laughs> for the whole week? Just <laughs> Sounds great. I just started falling asleep. Uh, (laughs) And then right around midnight Tuesday, ba-boom, a pair of pair of earth pair of earthquakes, your foreshock and the aftershock. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but you're from California. You guys are fucking used to it by now. So (laughs) I had just gotten into a deep (laughs) sleep and I started dreaming. And I still remember the dream. It, it was like I was a used car salesman. I can't. <laughs> and, and I'm getting in the car and I'm trying to sell it to this lady. And so, and we're going to put the key in. And then all of a sudden, as I'm turning the key, 
that's when the shake happened in here. <laughs> right. Weird, I, I had a dream I was going to buy a used car. Yeah, uh, man, you need better <laughs> dreams. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kind of with him because most of my dreams are fucking banal. <laughs> yeah, or I just mean, weird in general. Sometimes, sometimes I get. I mean, I'm dreaming, and when I'm dreaming, it's like a movie, and at the end, credits start popping up. I'm I've had. Kidding. I've had really narrative dreams. I've had That's dreams crazy. where I'm watching other characters where I'm not a participant. Um, most of the time, though, I am a participant. Sometimes they're narrative heavy. Sometimes they're not. Um, but I have never had a dream so banal as to <laughs> be doing a profession like that. Uh, I have crazy dreams, though. Like, I have crazy fucking dreams. I, I, full color, <laughs> smells, yes. tastes. Musical cool. numbers. I mean, I have had when I got back from, and I was only in ROTC boot camp, so it wasn't even that <laughs> tough. I had horrible fucking dreams about that shit for like a year. Oh, I bet. And then, I don't even but, remember my dreams. It was probably because of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, and we don't endorse that on the. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's okay. It's legal no, here. I think drugs are bad. Drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> okay. You definitely shouldn't do psychedelics. No, so for me, so being the, a mookie sick? The, the dreaming for me has been kind of interesting the last couple of months because what I've fallen back on as my crutch is like the thing I'm obsessing about right now is foreign language. Hmm. And so I, I knew Japanese enough and I'm doing more of it. And a good chunk of my YouTubing now is all foreign Japanese? language. To, oh. <laughs> yeah. And so when you know you're doing it right, if you guys have seen the movie Arrival. Yes. yes. Great movie. When Amy Adams says like, hey, you know, you're really doing it right is when you start dreaming in that language. Yeah. I've hit that this last couple of weeks. And so wow. it's like. <laughs> I, 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 I used to dream in Hebrew. how I started learning uh, Burmese. Burmese. Um, I, I'm, it's, it's admittedly. I love, it. I love foreign language. Burmese? What the hell is uh, that? Besides, are you talking out of your ass? Oh, Burmese. Okay. Burmese. Well, because we have a hard say, R. They, they don't, don't say a hard R, so it's Burmese. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so, like, I don't. Um, I, it's really slow going because, you know, we're not. We're working. <laughs> and we're not working on the same thing all day. So, I, you know, I have yeah. to learn it piecemeal, but I learn it arrival style where you start with, like, how do I communicate that there's a knife in the sink, right? Like, how do yeah, I tell so, you to be careful? How do I tell you uh, to, like, how do I say hello? How do I communicate what we need to say to each other? Because we're working in the right. same room. So what I'll tell anybody that might want to learn a foreign language, don't think you have to understand the, like, alphabet for it. Don't think you have to understand, you know, like with Japanese, you have hiragana, katakana, and a shitload of kanji that have different meanings mm -hmm. in each one of them. You don't need to start there. Start learning as if you were a kid with mm -hmm. just basic yeah. ass conversation. Yep. Talking with somebody else in Isn't that language. That and then the other part is immersing yourself in it. You know, find stuff that you like to listen to or you like to watch in that kind of culture. And it's amazing Anime. how shit just kind of just soak in mm -hmm. yeah. the whole time. Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's get to Neil and then we got to run on to Take do the regular that. show. So Neil. Oh, that's me. <laughs> that is you, Neil. Well, hello. What, what have you been up to for this past week? 
Well, uh, I'm considered like Felicia an essential service. So I had to go to work. Uh, so basically I work, uh, I, my shift starts at five in the morning, which is, you know, mm. stupid o'clock in the morning, really. And, yeah, there's a 5 a.m. <laughs> Mine's six. So I know where you're coming from with this. Yeah. One. Right. Norm- normally I'm five, 5 a.m. But since I'm doing work at home, my internal clock has to reset and it's still disoriented. Yeah, well, your 5 a.m. is my 5 a.m. too, because I'm West Coaster as well. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I go and I, I do my job. I come home and I either do my show or jump on someone else's show like this one. Or um, <laughs> I got a friend of mine that lives in the same building as me. And once in a while, I'll go down there and we'll keep our distance and and uh, have a couple of beers and watch a TV show or play a video game or That's something. That's a good way to stay sane with social distancing. Yeah, because, I mean, he's he's literally a buddy of mine. lives in my building, a floor below me. So right. I just go down there and hang out there when I'm bored. Or else I sit here and binge just, watch shit like Vikings or something. <laughs> I just got office space in my head was like, hey, man, turn on channel 23 and there's a set of tits on the television. <laughs> <laughs> It's a press exam. <laughs> my, my stapler. My, my stapler. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to run over. Roger and I have been watched all of Community. That was oh, a yeah? fucking show. Yeah. I, I, I didn't finish like the last two seasons, I don't think. Don't. It's fine. It's like right when the air conditioning school thing started coming in. If you end, in my opinion, if you end at season three, you're fine. Because like the first three seasons are funny. Yeah. And then like the fourth season is bad. And then the fifth and sixth season get back to normal, but it's kind of lost magic. Um, <laughs> I'm watching Last Man on Earth. I don't know if anybody's that's that. that's all right. That's pretty good. If if you like Will Forte, you'll enjoy it. If you don't like Will Forte, you will absolutely fucking hate this show. <laughs> if I, if you don't oh, have strong idiot. feelings about Will Forte, you're not going to have strong feelings about this show. <laughs> okay, but it, it was it was uh, produced by uh, Lord Miller. So if you like. If you like the Lego movie. Yeah, Lego movie's awesome. That kind of, it's that kind of humor. It's like it's like just coming at you nonstop kind of fucking jokes. But, you know, Will Forte is a very acquired taste, and so is Kristen Schaal. If mm-hmm. you may know who I'm talking about, they're Louise from uh, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers are the girl with the bunny ears. Yeah, and so she's a, she's a very acquired taste for a lot of people. They can't stand her voice. <laughs> anyway. Oh, her voice is not what, like, turns me out to her at all. I think she's very funny. It's just, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Just didn't, you know, didn't connect yeah. with me, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, my next binge watch is going to be Sons of, a- uh, Sons of Anarchy. Pardon me. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The first, and I, I don't want to shit on it because I watched the entire goddamn show because my wife loved that show. Um, I don't know. It, just realize that it is a victim of a of the TV culture here in America where we want to make things in perpetuity. So we're going to write ourselves into corners every fucking season until we find out until we <laughs> find they out do that anyways, season, everywhere. So. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't watch Game of Thrones. I already did. <laughs> don't do it. I did. I loved it. The last season. Eh, it was kind of lame, but that's no, all right. It's I, bad. It's not kind of lame. It it ruined the whole show. A well, tiny, it's not based on the books of that part of it. So it's, I, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not I gave them a lot of license to do whatever they wanted. No, they did. They 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 quit. They quit. <laughs> they wanted. They got Disney money, which has been canceled by the fucking way. 
rightly so. I'm just saying it doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> and I'm fine. I think, <laughs> I think it's been almost six months since we've had a rant about Game of Thrones when I listened back to the Patreon show. But one of my favorite ago. memes what while that was going Jamie on. What the fuck is saying he doesn't care about the common people? Because, like, that was his whole thing. That was his yeah, whole that's right. thing. Yeah. And then, I like, think... Daenerys always cared about the common people, but, like, her best friend got killed. But, like, she didn't do that when her, hus- the, the, her moon and stars got murdered. Her best yeah. friend gets murdered, and she's like, burn the whole city but her husband dies the father of her dead kid and she's just like you know i gotta make sure as many people survive as possible and like what the fuck was that writing and where did Arya get off killing the night king huh huh what is that doesn't even make sense i like that it doesn't scene. even make sense no it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense <laughs> it was a cool scene it was, but it, was, it doesn't make it's sense. a tv show does it need no to make it sense? does it has to follow it's, it has to follow the lore that it set up and it was bad. It doesn't pay off <laughs> any of it. And they dropped everything. It's fine. I am fine. We're fine. <laughs> fine. Uh, no, we're you. fine. Stuff like that. It makes me glad that I, I just a bad feeling about this Criterion <laughs> Channel for those old classic movies. We're fine. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this uh, when when you when you're on my show, Felicia. <laughs> oh my god, the after party's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be <laughs> Especially awesome. Especially if Jen jumps in. We're working on getting her for next week. So. <laughs> hey, you guys, have you had Jen on here? No, no. We. I'm you terrible. Have to have about Jen on here. People. I am absolutely terrible about booking. And people I'll tell her Felicia. to bug you. <laughs> when okay. no, I, I've already reached out and. It, when I was on his after show this last weekend, like when I, I should have been editing oh, so much the fun. show, I jumped on his his live stream just to fuck around. And I'm not dogging on the person that he had, and I'm not going to say a name or anything, but it got cringy with some of the stuff that the person was talking about. I'm like, man, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. but you'll Jen have to check like, it out for yourself. Jen was like, I haven't been fucked in like three months. <laughs> <I> no, <know>, right? <laughs> like, I'm I like, feel you, girl. <laughs> like. I'm like, girl, I feel you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I remember those days. (laughs) And I'm married. (laughs) Mine was just a product of circumstance that like happened to us. But like recently, I feel (laughs) you. I mean, we just both had back injury. A whole bunch of things happened is all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) All the shit thrown in the mix. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we need to move on. This is the Utah Outcast. And we'll uh, we'll catch you back here. Subscribe. (laughs) I will like. rant about other unsubstantial things. They have a Patreon page too, guys. <laughs> we do. There's a lot that happens there. I'm just telling oh. you right now. Like when I set up the memberships on YouTube and it said that like, you could start doing this stuff on YouTube. And I'm like, man, I have 300 fucking episodes that I, I don't want to fucking port over to YouTube. I'm like, man, I don't want to do all that. By the way, guys, if you want to see Felicia's interview with me, it'll be on May 9th. Which yeah. is a Saturday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. You can tune into my channel for that. Thanks, awesome. Neil. Sorry, little plug. Well, anyway, no, fine. Please plug away. That's what you're here for. So anyway, we'll uh we're gonna take a quick little break and we'll be right back. We're fine. It's fine. We're fine. Happy birthday, <laughs> <Everyone>. Castle. <laughs> Hi, I'm God. And I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, I, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay?
Hey, Lucy. Can you not can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. Alright, look, Luce. Uh, you wanna come with me? I'm gonna go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't 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 do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm gonna kill all of his livestock. You just, know. Oh, stop! Stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. Okay, so we have the ticket sales that came in for the Ark Encounter. And, you know, uh, March was that month where essentially everybody got told to go the fuck home, stay the fuck home, and don't do anything, you stupid fuckers, <laughs> is what we got going on in the country right here. Sorry, I'm going to report this one. Is, don't monetize this video, YouTube, please. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, let's get to the bottom line. Let's just go ahead and get get this out of the way because everybody's here to know the numbers uh in 2019 the ark encounter sold in march 70,466 tickets in march of 2020 they sold 15,145 which is a decrease of 55,321 year over year did they run out of fudge? And just to let you guys know what that means is that they sold less tickets than February, which they never do. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it is it is the Rona season. For and I'm sure he's probably going to be getting his small business, you know, loan from the government that he's going to get where he's Even like, though it's ah. a religious institution. Or he's not going to fleece the taxpayers again? Yeah, uh, we know he's going to do that because <laughs> that's what he does. But keep in mind, keep in mind that the Ark didn't actually shut down until the 17th of March. Oof. Wow, really? So he had half a month before it got shut down. Wow, that's a huge decrease even for that. Like, like even if you were to even if you were to give him the benefit of the doubt where like, hey, people for like the first 10 day, 10 days of the month, let's just give him one third of the attendance was 15 thousand let's just go ahead and give him that if you multiply that across the whole month of march that would have been only forty five thousand. so even if things were hunky-dory and everything was fine and nobody was worried about the rona he would have only been at a very marginal rate of people actually attending this interesting that's interesting hmm. so hmm. i mean we're all thrilled <laughs> about the low attendance because God damn it, I hate this man. <laughs> the, fact, <laughs> the fact that he's a Hoovian bothers me even more. <laughs> hey, does this count like the people with the lifetime passes and the kids? That's my curiosity. So uh, attendance is actually usually higher than the numbers represent here because these are tickets sold. 
not actual passes that they have out there. So kids get in for free still, and oh. members do have lifetime passes, and they can come whenever they want to come. And but do they count? That they don't count them in that. They don't count. They don't count them because they they only count tickets sold. Oh, because Ken Ken Ham won't come out and say how many tickets he actually sold in the month. What we have to do is take the safety fee that the county collects, because they. They take 50, right. 50 cents off of each ticket that they collect to put towards the safety fee in order for him to have essential services like the fire department, ambulances, police calls that come into him because he wasn't going to pay otherwise. And, and, right. Okay, so they get 50 cents. And how much yeah. is the ticket? I'm sorry. Oh, they're they're ridiculously priced. I think it's like 40 something the last time I checked. Or- oh, it's 40 bucks. 40 bucks a ticket and the and the to get into that shit yeah it's uh let's see i'm I'm gonna bring up the uh the parks website right now to see if i can find out how much it does cost because i know it's not cheap i know it's uh why's google taking a long time i don't know why uh so how much are tickets to the ark encounter so one day ticket is 48 dollars for adults wait wait a second 48 dollars in the in this and the local government only gets 50 cents of that 48 bucks. You're right. Yep. And they were supposed <laughs> to bring I, business. I, 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 I'm sorry. I... And before, <laughs> before they changed it to children getting in free, they were charging $15 a child, $25 for teenagers. And then $38 for seniors or, you know, $48 for adults, 18 to 49. So. Gee, does AARP have a discount on that, too? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But, man, it's just it's ridiculous that this guy is still in business, but maybe maybe less so now that they've only got a handful of tickets. And uh, I can only imagine what the April numbers are going to look at when those finally come out, because it's going to be a big should be a big fucking goose egg because nobody should be paying to go there. Nope. But anyway, uh, we thought you'd like to know that. What was that? But it's Easter X. (laughs) It's good. I I honestly think if they've collected any kind of safety fee for somebody coming there, they should be prosecuted. (laughs) But then again, I'm one of those stay at home. Don't go out there into the public and do things, you know, Uh, but I'm a social distancing kind of person because, hey, I'd rather not get somebody sick if I'm carrying it and I don't know it. But I can't say the same thing for most of the other people in the world, especially the Christians. They they definitely don't have the same kind of worldview. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Well, if you were sick of praying to Gordon, you wanted to really some shit up. My next guest is Wizard. Hi. Hello, Doctor. Tell me about how to cast a spell on somebody. Well, you don't cast a spell on somebody so much. Hey, old Wizard, let's do a spell. Let's check it out. Hocus, pocus, dominocus. Wizard guy in my brain. Ha! And there you are. <laughs> Pretty good trick, eh? I went to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. 
You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? Free your hell. So a lot of us heard this week, uh, the president of the United States suggests that you either bombard your body on the inside with ultraviolet rays, which. How do you do that? (laughs) I mean, if you could potentially do it, it might. You know what? I'm not even going to try to make this. (laughs) So, but anyway, the biggest thing, not so much about the ultraviolet shit is the fact that he suggested and he came out later on today and tried to say that it's a he was being sarcastic when he said this right sure we should look into disinfectants and how they can clean things within a minute and how come we can't do that in the lungs of the patients that have this virus can you say mustard gas boys and girls well that's why they came up with this yeah, with the with the Lysol jewel that we have there kills COVID in less than a minute. <laughs> that's accurate because I have from uh, Right Wing Watch uh, shared this story. Actually, it wasn't Right Wing Watch; it was Raw Story that shared this with us. Where you had an AM talk show in Boston. So apologies for the accent. You know what? I don't care. I I don't like the Bostonian accent at all. I don't care uh-oh. for it. Not oh. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Andy Hall is from Boston, but he hides the accent, which is really weird. He says the only time it really comes out is when he starts getting drunk. Yeah, I mean, that that's why this, that's when the Southern guy comes out of me every once in a while. It's like, I can't help it because your defenses go down. Just fucking leave it. Now, just don't even give a shit. Just leave oh, don't it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, like my, my inner Jackie Mason will come out, okay? Everything's so, fine. Everything's fine. So this this asshole on this uh, AM radio station is going to talk about Trump's uh, genius plan here. So I'm going to go ahead and let it play. There's no video, so it's going to be a still image. Here we go. There's no way in hell he can win. 617-266-6868 is the number. Zach in Stoughton. Thanks for holding, Zach, and welcome. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Good. How are you, Zach? Well, I'm so, I'm so glad to get on with you. Uh, people are going to call me crazy, but you have to do a little bit of uh, research before you call me not a nut job. But, um, no, I actually don't have to do research before I nope. call you a nut job here. Already concerned, buddy. We and, know what's coming down the pike. Well, the thing is, like, the quote-unquote research that they're talking about here, you know, air quotes, research that they like yeah. to talk about. Is you guys Googling shit and going to the first Drudge Report town hall or you. <laughs> you. Yep. Any any one of those links that you come up with when you Google something. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that is your that is your experience with, you know, doing research. So here we go. I've been thinking about this thing. I was a smoker for years. I smoked about three packs a day and I, I never liked this new vape thing coming out with the nicotine in it. But I also I have a lot of friends with big cleaning companies. You even had a commercial on one of your ads about someone that said they'd come in and fog the place with a disinfectant. I looked up this word atomizer. It's a type of machine, and it fogs like alcohol and chemicals. And some yeah, because that's no. what you want floating around in the air. No. Because the alcohol. same thing that you use no. to clear hard surfaces is the same thing that you want to use to clean your goddamn lungs, man. (laughs) No, just go take a giant pull off that thing there, buddy. You got that bottle of Clorox. 
Oh, please. I still remember <laughs> opera singers used to use, used to fill an atomizer with ether. Ether? They would sing. Yeah. Wow. What the hell well, is ether? It's vocal cords, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's ancient stuff. I learned from um, being a singer because I'm, you know, in my, in my band and stuff, I learned to gargle with uh, glycerin before going on stage. Oh, that's an interesting one. I, uh, the one I always heard was lemon juice and honey. Mm. Mm. Or I like uh, James Hetfield. Didn't do shit for me. Hetfield, Hetfield, the guy from Metallica. Hetfield, Hetfield. Hetfield. Uh, uh, his was milk and Jägermeister. Bubbly, Ooh. bubbly always helps me. <laughs> me, These bubbly just, things always seem to relax. It's the... good old fashioned beer. That's what seems to work for <laughs> and me. And then, uh, or seltzer. Too. Seltzer works really well too. But. Uh, seltzer yeah. and a and a good old uh, warm up, like a vocal warm up, will keep you oh, yeah. straining too much. Yeah. 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 Always, I always try to get the low register to make sure I get all the phlegm out from there, oh, yeah. and then you get the. Uh, yeah, and then you scales. get the. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, it's like a bunch I of low rent Elvises. I'm usually just walking around going, mm, 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 you know, just doing a whole bunch of clearing things out before I do the show. So, <laughs> guys, it comes with a price. Talking for four hours takes a fucking toll. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> okay, so uh, anyway, back to this guy. Some of them are safe to do it. Right in a room, there was a guy doing a. Uh, example, like in a, on a YouTube video with like in a nursery said kids can be around it. Maybe they could make some sort of uh, vape that was healthy for you. You know, that was <laughs> vape that was healthy for you. Okay. I mean, tell me when they come out with a bacon and eggs vape and I'm fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> bacon makes everything. Bacon for me. What's that? Turkey bacon. Turkey. Yeah. Bite your tongue. <laughs> Hey, come on. I had the operation when I was eight days old, okay? Cut me a break. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, all I right. didn't have a choice either there, Joe. So. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> I grew up in Christian-ass Texas, so <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Wait, do Christians in Texas not eat bacon? No, no, no. He's talking about getting his, his circumcision. The uh, operation when he was eight days old, you know. Yeah, I did. Talking about it happened to me too. I thought we were talking about vape flavors. We we did talk about vape flavors that turned into bacon, and he wanted to subtly hint that he was Perfect Jewish, bacon. and so. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wait, yeah, wait. I didn't have that choice, so. Wait, wait. You're ex-Jewish? Me? No, no. No, I was Southern Baptist, but. That no, no, I know that. Joe. Oh, yeah. Joe Joe is uh, uh, practicing Jewish, right? Well, wait. Cult culturally Jewish. Let me just, no, we don't need to see this. secular Jew because I was raised Jewish. So, wait, can I just check? I got it. No, dude, you got a synagogue card. <laughs> you already did the bit. No, <laughs> oh, honey, look, it's been one of those weeks, honey. I need something to do. <laughs> hey, Joe, Joe. Yes. It hasn't changed. <laughs> it hasn't magically fucking grown back, man. Nope. Uh, anyway, okay, so the va the healthy vape around the kids that would be the healthy vape. I don't know what the God damn it. Like, share, and subscribe. Fucking, I don't, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, like, right? Right. Right. Just throw it in there. Like what what do you breaker. want? Like, the yeah, the absolute vape, dumb fuckery that's coming out of these people's mouths. Healthy vape. We have those. It's called an inhaler. And therefore, if you have asthma, 
or some, yeah, or bronchitis or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With you, you heavy respiratory issues, or they have one that epinephrine. Um, you know, yeah, epinephrine. Now that's a, it's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're it's not, fine. It's not as good, but it's it's fine. It will <laughs> anyway. keep you from dying. I mean, it's not adrenochrome, but I mean, what are we going to oh, do? No. <laughs> it's not heroin. I mean, okay, we've gone too far. <laughs> I have to throw it in there because I want them to come after us one day. I want the Q-Bots to come after us. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny that they take I mean, that shit seriously. Like, frankly, though, like when we can get our adrenochrome <laughs> back, you know, after social distancing, obviously. I can't uh, wait. No, never mind. Not even going to go down that route. I'm going to have to dye a pair of my Birkenstock red, you know. Just- Birkenstocks. <laughs> the, the thing that they think is stolen from kids is, is it's, it's artificial adrenaline. It's I'm a real drug. Walking, I'm going to start walking around town with fucking red Crocs on. <laughs> no, blue ones. Like the blue masturbating shoes. The big blue masturbating <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I kind of want to buy my old pair of cherry Doc Martens that I used to have. I love Docs. Doc oh, Martin's yeah. They're so fucking man. comfortable. That very, like... Chris Cornell from Soundgarden? Yes. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, a very, very West Coast <laughs> liberal of you. <laughs> well, I mean, you're in British Columbia, so you're where you're nearby where Sub Pop Records there came it is. from. And I've been to Sub Pop liberal. Records. Yeah. yeah. See? See, I, I know my shit. It. I used to listen to Damien Gerardo. Yeah. And- um, yep. Blenderhead and a couple yeah. other groups from that time. Man, gotta yeah. go back to the nineties. <laughs> yeah, I know that's great. <sighs> yeah, it was a good time for music, man. Anyway, back to back to this shit. Let's not talk about stuff we like. Let's talk about this shit. <laughs> With, uh, atomize the um, chemicals into your uh, lungs and to blow it out your nose. You know, but uh, oh, yeah, good outside idea. the box is what we have to do now, and uh, no one seems to want to do it. They just. Uh, I don't know if I'm crazy, but no, you're not. Not exactly. Medicine isn't like what we want to work. What would be neat if it worked? Medicine is based on trials. Does work? Yes. Well, it's it's based on uh, let's that we have some indication this might be a thing based on whatever observations, and then we just keep trying it out until it does. And um, sometimes that that the answer is never. Okay, mm-hmm. and so we can't just hope a disinfectant works. Also, we know a disinfectant <laughs> doesn't work because that's not how bodies. Well, the thing is, did you if, know that bacteria exist inside your body? That's good. Most oh yeah, you've got good, good inside and out. And the whole fact that usually bacteria works by destroying cell membranes that you have out there. So, I mean. If it destroys viruses and bacteria cell membranes, guess what it's going to do to the rest of the animal cells that are within your body, you know? Yeah. Same fucking thing. Oh, no, even even no. your own antibodies will do that when they attack cells. The reason it doesn't affect hands and stuff so much when you're messing with disinfectants is that, think of this as, as chitinous armor that you have, yep. where it's... Well, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's dosage, a blade of armor that you dosage, have on your outside of your body. It's... Um, yeah, it's concentration of the chemicals that you're working yeah. in, and uh, disinfectants do actually work externally. Uh, you know, you know, like yeah, you get bacteria on your hands, and then you put the alcohol on your hands, and then there's no more bacteria or viruses. Which on is your bad hands. to do all the time, by the way. You're gonna let that stuff rebuild. Uh, it depends on the circumstances. 
Well, if you're constantly using like a hand sanitizer, you're going to get sick because you have bacteria there that are beneficial that you have to let re re recharge, so to speak. We're not a medical show. Let's not take medical <laughs> advice from this show. Sorry, sorry. I just, just. No, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, I'm not an expert. We're and just, you're not we're an just expert. To say, so I'm like, I, well, like, I was just saying, like, like yeah. It's like my job. As a general. It's my job. I re read and learn about this stuff. Yes. <laughs> but we're not a medical show. And we're not doctors. So, yeah, like. It's like how we had to catch ourselves last week. We're like. Wait, why are we discussing where the virus came from? At right all? when it I was like, "Fucking matter!" So speculation, not Stop, our guys. thing. Stop. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, just, to... just, just scope of practice. But all I was saying was that, like, you you can do the thing, but like, what if I... you put it inside you, it does other things because the yeah, outside worse. of you is different mm -hmm. than the inside of you. Yeah, and that's all I'm saying is that they're just different. What, what mm -hmm. I really like is that this guy that went from three packs a day to saying that he hates people three that vape three packs, packs a day. My a dad day. was a two packs a day kind of guy, but you don't get that kind of habit and not think about it every fucking day that I you are not on it anymore. When I was in college, I would be, I would smoke three packs of pools or Newport. Oh no. Were your lungs not bleeding How? at the time, Joe? <laughs> I, I was, all that menthol, man. <laughs> I had so much menthol in me, I thought some leaves were going to start popping out of my head. <laughs> I thought I was going to turn 60. into the cool penguin. That's a lot of cigarettes, man. <laughs> oh, well, that was back when cigarettes were, cigarettes were 35, 40 cents a pack. Holy crap, dude. That's, that's wow. But like, still, that's a, that's a lot of time yeah, spent. Yeah, still 60 cigarettes, though. <laughs> it's like, like, man, I, I, I love me some food, but even I get to a point where I realize, like, man, I shouldn't have yet. Like, I've had I've had seven beers tonight and I'm probably going to have two or three more. But at that point, but it's Utah beer, so it's not really that thing I need to worry what? about. But what? it's one of those things where it's like even I have to realize most other people would be swimming under the fucking desk at this point. You know, <laughs> first thing I did when I got up in the morning when I was in college, I had to have a cigarette right away. What's that wake and bake thing where you get up and you're like Look, baking on a doobie? I can't do that. Like <laughs> anyway, I, I want to let this guy get to his point so we can finish this oh, one up. Okay. So here we go. You're not crazy, and bingo, you said the word, you said the phrase, and thank you for that call. Thinking outside the box. That's that's literally what the president was doing yesterday. No, and that's no, what a good chief executive no. does. No, by the way, way my thinks. sister's been texting me, as you know, her husband, my brother in law, is a doctor. And she says, Sure, do you know? She goes, Jeff, do people know that most hospital CEOs are not doctors? Yeah, that's a criticism <laughs> of capitalism, honey. That is not, that is MBA. not a criticism of doctors or <laughs> hospitals or medical research. That's a criticism of capitalism. Because the problem is, if, if, if most hospital CEOs are focused on profit over medicine, then they're going to prioritize what is most efficient and cost-effective yep. and profit-incentivizing rather than what is the best medicine for the public. That has nothing to do with like research or <laughs> what anything. That is that, 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 that has nothing to do with what doctors treat you with. It's just what's available. That's not. Oh. 
<laughs> they are run by MBAs. The cardinal golden rule you get in MBA school, maximize your short-term profit at the expense of everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know, because we don't think of what's going to happen in the long run. Oh. We only care about what's happening now. Well, yeah, no, You. the idea is to make as much profit as you can in the short run well, because anything can change in the future and therefore you can no longer make profits. So you need to get as rich as you can right now. I understand. I, I right get now. that. But at the same time, I, I completely disagree with it. But we know this already. And that's why China is going to kick our fucking ass financially over the next hundred years. You know, Probably. because they think long term. Uh-huh. Sure, they have capitalist ideas where they think short term, but they have a government that's like, hey, in the next hundred years, we're going to take this entire region of the of the South China Sea. Hey, we're going to take Taiwan back. We're going to go ahead and expand out to here. We are they're currently having operations in Africa right now yep. to give people infrastructure. Yeah. Africa, absolutely. At a at a at a they're losing a shitload of money doing this, but they're going to have a corner on the market when it comes to that rare minerals. You know, like it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we're we're fucking CEOs of a hospital. I don't know how man, we went off on fucking bin on this one. I'm just saying capitalism <laughs> is a poison, it's fine. It really is. God damn it, it is. Hang on, I'm going to say some more stuff. In other words, even people that run top-notch medical facilities are not people with, you know, medical degrees, but they still know how to ask important creative questions. That's what a good CEO does. Hey, no, 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 no. You just walked it back. That's not what they're doing. That's not what they're that's not what they're doing. They're coming from a guy that's in management where I when shit goes sideways, I need to not creatively question why things happen during why. Wh- okay, it's important to know why things happen the way they happen. It's important to learn a lesson from the mistakes yes. that you had. And it's important to implement training to make sure that kind of thing doesn't happen again. None of that is happening under President Trump. None of it. A oh, no. Precisely. Just what X said. The CEO is the is the public facing individual for that company. The easiest way to maximize profit is to cut labor costs. Felicia, it's to lie. <laughs> the yeah. easiest way to make money is to lie. Well, I cheat and steal. That's the golden rule. I mean, just, just look is, at WeWork. Just look you, at WeWork. You, you can't, you can't oh, cut please. the cost of, you can't cut the cost of a What business. a scam. What a scam. I mean, that guy makes that guy makes Jim Baker. I mean, makes him look insignificant. Like they're going to need to have so many ER beds, right? And they're going to need to have so many maternity like suites, and they're going to need to have so many of these things. They can't cut those costs. The easiest thing to cut the cost of is labor. Labor. And CEO's job is to maximize profits. And if profits aren't coming in through, say, more uh, elective procedures, then what they're going to do is cut the cost of labor. And that's what a hospital CEO does. They don't think of new medicine. No, that's what we invest taxes in because almost all of our new medicines are tax funded. Yeah, tax funded that, coming from public funding. Yep. Yeah, that research is done in the public sector. 
Yeah. yeah what just, they just... do is maximize profit. That's their entire thing. That and mm-hmm. also make the company look good. <laughs> do you guys know why Microsoft is still a company? I mean, not so much the Xbox stuff or, you know, their own operating system and everything. Do you know why Microsoft is as big of a powerhouse company as they are? Enterprise. They... It's enterprise yeah. software because that is what the federal government uses. That that's one of the reasons why they're still a company. You know, yeah. that's I'm going to get some end. nasty shit about that one, but it's just yeah, one of those so, things where and that's why they stopped the antitrust suit. Remember, they they had the antitrust yep. case going where they're going to split office off of the operating oh, system, oh, and then that's it. Oh god. Anyway. <laughs> That's all I got for that one. That don't don't fucking vape Lysol. Don't vape yeah. bleach. Don't do any of that shit. No. But I will yeah, ask you to I like, do. share, and subscribe because yeah. <laughs> that's what you should do. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. So normally, whenever uh, I find out stories that we have that we're talking about here, which is the uh, the Ducktales two dad scandal, woo. That, that the Sorry. yeah woo <laughs> yeah oh oh, I mean I I've watched Ducktales quite a bit. I was I was a big fan of the Disney Afternoon altogether, but me too. I mean I was never a gummy bears person. I know a lot of people liked gummy bears, but I was not a fan of that one. Uh, I like Goof Troop. I. I absolutely love Tailspin. <laughs> Tailspin was the best. Oh, I love Tailspin. Uh, and what was the other one? We had uh, Rescue, Rescue Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, yeah, Rescue Rangers was my jam too. So yeah, it was I mean, awesome. The Ducktales was good, but when they started bringing in like Bubba from the the the, the cave duck, <laughs> I'm like oh, man, yeah. this is fucking weird. <laughs> Bubba cave duck. Yeah, you don't remember that one? It was a time trip. Uh, well, they went back in time and they brought back a caveman duck neander duck or whatever the hell yeah, they call whatever them. they wanted to call them and then when you had uh uh god what was it, it was launchpad mcquack was the pilot guy and then yeah. you had the was it gyro gear loose was the name yeah, of the uh yeah. the guy that turned into gizmo duck i can't remember gyro gear yeah i think so um or was he the inventor guy that made things I, it, we're gonna get comments that's all I'm yeah <laughs> anyway yeah. Let us know in the comments let below. Let us know in comments. <laughs> <laughs> Please take time out of your day to let us know how wrong we've got things. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with that. 
It's <laughs> DuckTales. Who gives a shit? <laughs> guys are bringing back memories of It's About Time, that awful sitcom. <laughs> so anyway, the, the one million moms, the, we all know that it's not a million of them. It's a quite quite a significant number less than a million moms, especially on Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's like when my dad says, look, I told you a million times, don't exaggerate. <laughs> like, God damn it, Dad. Come on. We know the <laughs> Shut story. Up, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so all 40 of them, huh? Yeah, and I think this one <laughs> yeah. was primarily like two of the million moms that got mad oh, about two. this. And I went to, I, I found the Friendly Atheist article. I listened to them talk about this on uh, Scathing Atheist this week. But I wanted to go see it directly from the onemillionmoms.com website. Great. And so here's their press release that they came out with here. Oh. So uh, it says here, big letters at the beginning, warning! Yeah. DuckTales is not the same cartoon parents grew up watching. Okay, are the Beagle Boys still in it? Does it still have black magic? Because I'm pretty sure you guys were mad about that with the uh, the witch duck that would cast spells. And I'm sure there was shit that you were bothered with back then as well. But I mean, we're not going to pretend that Christian persecution hasn't been a thing that hasn't been solid since I was a child. I mean, was that Darkwing Duck? Was that? No, you had a you had a because uh, I remember the Transylvania level on the NES oh, game for Ducktail Ducktails. Okay. I can't remember what her name was, Morgana, I think, or something. Uh, something it doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter because that's the old series. We're talking about the new series of Ducktales that we've got going on here. Anyway, indeed we are. Uh, in this popular rebooted Ducktales rated TVY, because these the people that we're going to talk about here. There are two characters that in the background were just two dads of the same duck kid that were in the show. And oh, my God, how dare we have people that are inclusive? Uh, how dare? How dare they? But guess what? Because it's TVY, they're just wearing T-shirts that state that instead of, uh, you know, hardcore gay fucking on the show. The Bible, the Bible <laughs> says it's bad. So Violet, a friend of Dewey and Louie and Huey. Uh, has two dads as seen in the first episode of season three. In the same episode, it is also revealed that Violet's dads have adopted her best friend, Lena. Violet says in reference to Lena, my sister from a couple of misters. Okay, so that's cute. That's funny. That's great. But these yeah, people are, are offended by this whole thing. So the dads share the there. same last name. And they both wear T-shirts with the phrase that says, I'm with dad on the front and arrows <laughs> pointing at each other. Oh, no. Kind of cheesy, but yeah, sure. I mean, it's just sappy. It's just like. If we lived in a culture where you didn't have to worry about representation like that, they would just be two dads that were just meeting their kid. They didn't have to have yeah. the T-shirts that say I'm with dad. You know, they wouldn't have to have that kind of thing. But they'd actually be wearing the I'm with stupid T-shirts, right? Yeah, something like that. So. <laughs> In a Tumblr blog post, because that's where you should get all of your information from, uh, DuckTales co-executive producer and story editor Frank Angones regrets that the gay representation on the show isn't center stage. His excuse he gave to the left, to the left, is this. (laughs) Because the show is rooted in 1980s characters involved in heterosexual romances, his hands were tied. Otherwise, he would have done things differently, he explained in this post and i'm gonna read it to you guys what a load 
Want to be very upfront and honest about this, Violet's dads are present and show up, but do not play a huge role in the story thus far. Otherwise, there would be more screeching from the religious right on this one. Um, As with all of our characters, we had a lot of conversations about who Violet was and what her background was and came up with this fun notion of her two enthusiastic, overly supportive dads who love being dads. Because I may gripe and moan about it on the show every once in a while, but it's it's a good time being a dad sometimes, man. Uh, we didn't really have a I story. Have to live vicariously. Well, and the fun the funny thing is, is, like it cost me on besides the fact that I had to have the kids and take care of the kids, it cost me nothing to have a child. But when you have a gay couple that wants to adopt a child, that's yeah. a yeah. long and rigorous and yeah. expensive procedure for that thing to happen. So yeah, yeah. And most states, most states, they can't do that. They can't adopt. Yeah, just read David Gerald's um, The Martian Child about all the hoops they forced him to go through. Yep. We didn't really have a story built around them, and when time came for an episode focusing on Huey and Violet in a particular situation, it made sense that they would be there, and it resulted in Matt Humphreys coming up with one of my favorite Lena lines ever. But I'm well aware that the queer representation through parents and background characters trope is an issue. And it is because it's easy just for you to throw that in the background as like set dressing, you know, instead of them being a focus of the episode. Which I I get where they're coming from, but it's like you could do you could push a little bit harder. But this is Disney we're talking about here. So um, <laughs> and we sort of stumbled backwards into a lot of heteronormative romances in the show due to legacy characters with pre-existing relationships. Scrooge McDuck and Goldie, Donald and Daisy, Fenton and sure, Kendra. Sure. Uh, and how many specific hoops you have to jump through uh, to make changes to established Disney characters. But that's really no excuse. We've done pretty well on racial diversity and representation of people with limb differences, but we've really not done enough relevant to LGBTQ plus rep. We do have some themes and ideas coming up that address this, but there's always opportunity for a lot more. I don't want to cop out and, and a cookie for saying, look at this one thing we did, which I appreciate that. And I know this response is a bit of a bummer, but I don't want it to lead anyone on. Please believe, as I said before, I'm dedicated to being better and finding new opportunities for three-dimensional representation on this show, on the next, and the next. So, I, I, I think that that's a good thing for the producer to say. There's like saying, hey, look, we're trying to be as inclusive as we possibly can be of other people from different cultures and different upbringings and stuff. And that's Which great good. because that's how the world is. Yeah. Exactly. But you're always going to find somebody that doesn't like it. Just like I still remember when Paul Crouch just melted down on live Jesus TV, attacked <laughs> Howard the Duck, saying that it promoted bestiality. What? Are we talking the. the uh, yeah, are we, yeah. Are we talking yeah, the, yeah. the. The movie. The one with, that was done by the Star Wars guy, right? Yeah. The George, George Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, God, who was the villain in that one? It was Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Jones, and Jeffrey you know about Jones. Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. That we, he was possessed or whatever. No, not only that, he's a registered sex offender. No, no, <laughs> yes, shit. no. Now, yes, we know that. I meant back then in the movie, he was possessed by this the alien. principal, the principal from fucking Ferris from Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, yeah. They they um. They caught him with a bunch of kitty porn on his uh, hard drive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, so, man. Yeah, wherever he goes, yeah. he has to register as a sex offender. Yeah. I'm not sorry for him. 
That's why he's not in the industry anymore either. Right. And God, who is the girl in that movie? She, I remember her distinctly. That was uh, Tom. Um, what's her Lena name? Thompson? Le- Le- Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Yeah, Thompson. she was also in Red Dawn. She was also in um, yeah, she was uh, uh, the um, Back to the Future. She played um, yeah. Marty's Let's mom. See. She went nowhere after Howard the Duck, though, man. <laughs> right. well, hey, you, we- you see, I collected the comics, and that was a terrible fucking movie. Oh, it was oh, a terrible yeah, movie. So it, Howard the Duck as a comic character is great. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But we made sure it got a lot of Ranthies. We made, mm-hmm. made six Ranthies for the six people who were in the duck costume. <laughs> you know, he made appearance in the Avengers, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the uh, twice. He, he was in Endgame. I know that. And he was also yeah. in Bunch of the Guardians. A couple the of Guardians movie where he was in the, so. with the collector. He was in one he's of in the, with the uh, collector. And I think he's in the brothel in the second one as well. Yes, that's right. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. And the music by, was by Thomas Dolby. In the, Fuck yeah. I love Thomas Dolby. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sir Thomas Dolby's a great fucking 80s musician. He still Hell makes yeah. good music. So. Yep. <sighs> so yeah, anyway, My musical tastes are all over the place. So. Uh, mine too. Like, But my, you know, you become a musician and that just happens, I think. Well, and I, I blew my kid's mind earlier this week because I, we were listening to music on, the, on our Google device. And I'm like, I said, hey, Google, play some music by Dwight Yoakam. And they're like, what? <laughs> Who the hell is this man that's living in this house? You're listening to country. I'm like, it's a very distinct kind of country. It's not really. Yes. I'm a big Johnny Cash fan. <laughs> like Johnny Cash, and you have fuck I yeah, mean, Willie as, Nelson. As dumb as it may be, like uh, God damn it, who's the guy that did the chair? Uh, the chair. Uh, it, it, well, excuse me. Well, I think you got my chair. Oh, he's a. George, George Strait. George yes. Strait is who I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's so, George yeah. But there's no hating that kind of music because it is what it is meant to be at that time. Like it was 80s yeah. and it was like, it's like listening to Alabama where Garth you're going Brooks. back to it and you're like, yeah. well, I mean, or the Oak Ridge Boys and you're like, okay, well, yeah. this is very much a product of its time or like, yeah. like fucking Conway Twitty. You may hate that <laughs> man's guts, but he, well, you I can't deny that. You can't deny the fucking impact that that man had on musical culture. Nope, so. that's true. <laughs> I mean, originally he was he was like in the same groove as Elvis. Then he went his own way. Right, oh, and so oh, and yeah. you have uh, thank you very much. Oh man, I'm trying to think of the guy that played uh, on Streets of Bakersville with Dwight Yoakam. It was Bud Buck Owens. Uh, Buck Owens. Buck Owens. Yeah, yeah. Good fucking musician, and we're talking like Hank Williams, Hank Williams Jr. And I know he's not related, but Hank Williams the third. <laughs> Why the fuck are you not listening to Hank Williams the Third? That shit is great. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of hidden gems within any genre of music, really. I mean, there's lots of good. I mean, rock. You wouldn't have a lot of rock music without rockabilly. You know that kind That's of shit right. that existed That's before. Right. Yeah. Okay, we're off on blues. Weird blues, blues. There, sir. Blues. Yeah, we. I'm a musician. It's my fault. Sorry. That's what. That's what we do <laughs> on the show. So anyway. <laughs> One million moms is pissed off about this, and probably the people in the audience are pissed that I listen to country right now. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. Deal with it. I can deal with some of it. You know, some of it is okay. You know, yeah, there's some I don't like, and there's, there's there's always good stuff in any genre, right? There's so. always, I mean, there's always garbage music. There's always going to be well, overproduced, overproduced tripe that exists out there where you've had five or six song makers working with two or three producers to make a hit record that you have. That yeah. took only it only took a little bit of work for the person singing it, where it had to be corrected and worked on by a fucking engineer or two 
in the studio to make it sound good. And then you have guys like Johnny fucking Cash that just go in and record live from Folsom and just straight off the fucking mixer. <laughs> Look what he did with the song Hurt by Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails. He yeah, took where, where Trent says, yeah, that's, that, that's his anymore. fucking song now because <laughs> he just he made it that much better. Right. And I, I have a very special place in my heart for that Johnny Cash album because he recorded that right before he died. Yeah, and that's when I got my tattoo done. I listened to that whole oh, album while beautiful. we were getting my tattoo. Oh, dude, done, you so. just gave me fucking shivers. Yeah, <laughs> and so oh god, it was good, good fucking album. And you know, it's okay to like what you like. You don't have to. Yeah. One of the biggest things about me growing up as a person was realizing I didn't need to fit into conformity with everybody else. Like, no, nope. I had friends that absolutely fucking hated Three Eleven, absolutely hated <laughs> that group. A lot of them still do. I, I saw them care. live in a little pub up here, actually, it's way like I, back. It's like, I don't care because I find stuff that I like from them and I hold on to that. You know, well, they're great like, guys. I partied with them. They're awesome. And, and they're, I'm that way with a bunch of other music. Like I've caught shit from so many people for claiming that I'm a juggalo, like being a fan of the insane. <laughs> <Clown Posse. laughs> and I will catch hell for that for the rest of my goddamn life. But I'm not going to be apologetic for it because I generally enjoyed Every fucking almost every album that those guys have put out only because they don't take themselves seriously and they give a shit about their fans. And so and it shows in their tunes too. butthole surfers. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I love the butthole. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm I'm glad that Gibby finally got a good album underneath him when they came out with Electric Larry Land or Electric. It was Electric Larry Land, wasn't it? Electric Larry Land. Yep. That was the two that was on it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good fucking album. Coming down the mountain. But <laughs> Butthole Surfers were an institution long before that album oh, came out. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, My yes. uncle played bass for them when they were in New what? York as a punk band oh, ages and wait, ages ago. Wait, no. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's uncle, pretty cool, dude. Fucking ages ago, man. Ages ago, fucking, we're talking like probably when they first started up and things. This, this is when I was like a little kid, and my dad's telling me how much he doesn't like his brother because he hangs out with them type of people in New York City, and it's just like that's like. And, that and now, now that uncle, there. now that uncle is out here fucking making. Uh, God damn it! I can't believe I'm going to admit to this. He's out here making <laughs> horoscope YouTube's. Oh no. He's like new wavy, new oh, agey no. kind of shit, and he has more subscribers than I do. I'm so fucking mad about this. <laughs> and he promotes bullshit. Oh no! <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, man, no. how do you make that much of a twist in your life? And I, all I got to say is, drugs are bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Tomorrow I'm starting up an astrology channel, <laughs> and I'm just oh. gonna spew a bunch of nonsense, and people will eat it up. You'll you'll get so many goddamn subscribers. Oh my god, I can't believe that people disturbing. actually buy that crap. <laughs> you know, I was pretty happy though, back to the music thing when when I got yeah. to I put I organized a big show yeah. to to help with the blood donation. We talked about blood donations in between every act. And mm-hmm. um I got to play with one of my favorite punk bands from my area back in the 80s called the Dayglow Abortions. If you haven't heard of them, <laughs> uh check them out. They're pretty fucking awesome. Their drummer is blind. That's such a punk band name. <laughs> 
but their drummer is blind and he has to feel where everything is. And then he just goes to fucking down on it. You just on, have to point him out to where his kid is and you yep. have to make sure he knows where they are. And so <laughs> I asked him to sign the poster because we had a big poster made and he signed it in Braille. He put dot, 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 dot. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a fucking brilliant. It was awesome. <laughs> So anyway, don't get your panties in a fucking twist about DuckTales and One Million Moms. We've got a lot of other shit that you could be worried about. Yeah. Namely, say we're talking about butthole surfers. How about the fact that Gibby Haynes used to be in uh, Guar movies? You know, I've I've caught him in a couple of those things because he was fans of those guys. Anyway, man, I could go on and fucking on. But you know what? They're worried about DuckTales. I'm not going to give them more fodder for them. Yeah, they're worried about an animated TV show. Yeah. Like, come, get come over after it. us. Come yeah. after us, please. I beg <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, come after us, all four of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All four of you of the million moms or whatever. Come on, Karen. Bring it. <laughs> Karen. My mom's name is Karen. I, I don't like this whole Karen thing. <laughs> I, I'm never. I'm not going to be apologetic about it because I think it's funny as shit that people are so mad about that. <laughs> well, she spells it with a C, not a K, oh, so we're okay. good. <laughs> God damn it! That reminds me of a Kids in the Hall episode where they have the Kathy with the the Kathy's with the K club or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they were always one was wearing the Toronto Blue Jays outfit, and one was, yeah, yeah. I think they were both wearing that. Man, I'm all over the place tonight. Anyway, like, share, and <laughs> subscribe. Fun of it. <laughs> Will you shut up? Ah, now we see the violence inherent in the system. Shut up! Oh, come and see the violence inherent in the system! Help, help! I'm being repressed, bloody peasant! Oh, what a giveaway. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, eh? That's what I'm on about. Do you see him repressing me? So Ray Comfort recently has uh, decided that he's going to street preach, you know, not just on college campuses and not just on Venice Beach and... Or Huntington. Where where does he hang out? Venice or Huntington? I can't remember. He hangs out generally at Venice Beach, fella. Yeah, and so he he's gone from just beach hanging out to now, because lines at Costco, especially in California, are egregiously long. They're like, yeah, like it is a maze to get through the parking lot. Sometimes I mean, and it's fine because you're honestly not waiting that long because most people come into Costco for a couple of things, not. Most people aren't going to be the assholes that are shopping for like an hour and a half inside Costco. They're just there to pick up a couple items, get the hell out of the store. I don't mind as long as it means that everybody's not going to be infected. I'm cool with that. But Ray Comfort saw a, uh, and his, uh, good buddy Scott, uh, Stuart Scott are going street preaching at these Costco's because you have a large captive audience of people waiting in line in order to go into Costco. And so he's he's going to strike and try to hit gold with these people that are standing out there and doing this whole thing. So uh, I've got the video queued up to when he starts talking and uh, we'll see where he goes from here. Good morning, folks. My name is Ray. I'd like to talk to you for a few moments. We're all going through a very tough time, which is made even fucking tougher yes. by the fact that you're now standing there and street preaching to us outside of the Costco where all I want to get is that rotisserie chicken. That's, That's all I want. Man. That rotisserie chicken is like crap. Give me that rotisserie chicken yep. and fuck off with the street preaching there, Ray. Please. <laughs> Neil's walking into something interesting going on here while he's muted. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Ray Comfort has found a, a captive audience in a Costco line to get in during COVID-19 and he's street preaching. To is all he playing people, with his so. banana again? Pretty much. You know, statistics tell us that something like 90% of Americans believe in God, but a lot of people are asking, where is God at the moment? Where 
I, I'm pretty sure it's a lot less than 90% there. Yeah, right? it is. It's it a is. lot less than that. Mm-hmm. Where's God at the moment? I'll tell you where God is. He's over at Alpha Centauri. <laughs> it's He's Howard Johnson. He's too busy, you know, hanging out with that his new favorite son that he's got going on up there. That's right. <laughs> he married, he knocked up some other rich lady and yeah. he's hanging out at that place and hanging out with that kid. That's right. Because it's the better kid of everybody. You know, all, Earth was the first experiment that he had. And they, oh, God, what did I make these assholes for? <laughs> yeah. He's, he, yeah, he learned from his mistakes. Right. Where is God in this pandemic? Now, I realize I have a captive audience. You can't get away. And I trust that what I'm going to say to you doesn't offend you. You trust that you what trust? you say is going to offend somebody. <clears throat> Buddy, you're doing this in fucking Southern California. Good luck That's not right. offending somebody. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus saved Moses and Bess. <laughs> I'm just surprised more, pe- more people <laughs> in the audience didn't go, shut the fuck up, Ray. <laughs> I... I honestly want to go on business trips with the the the, the stepfather in law just to see if he's out there doing this one these days, just so I can lean out of my car or the van that we're in, just going yelling at him, saying, "Shut the fuck up, man! Nobody wants to hear that." Times are hard, hard enough without you telling me that I'm going to hell. Fuck Look, you, X. I, I still remember the time he was on Venice Beach, and I had the unfortunate encounter where I actually saw him and somebody was complaining about how bad Ray Comfort's breath was. The guy said, you ever hear about something called Listerine? Yeah, he does <laughs> look like the kind of guy that eats cat turds. Uh, that's not so long to say. But that's, uh... Anyway. Is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> no <kidding>. thanks. <laughs> if it does, please realize this, and I say this with respect, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the person next to you that's perhaps very depressed and asking, where is God? Or perhaps having suicidal thoughts. Oh, so I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to that person that is in a hard time right now, and I can exploit for my fucking religion. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we got 30 million, 30 million, 32 million now unemployed. It's the population of my country. <laughs> But the funny thing is, is that a lot of us as working stiffs for the years and years and years that we've been working stiffs, we've paid into unemployment insurance. Mm-hmm. We should have more than enough in reserve because not everybody's been able. I've never taken a moment of unemployment. Never. Not in my life. And I'm not trying to say that as some sort of feather in my cap. Look at me. I'm so much fucking better than anybody else. It's just one of those things where it's like I've always had a job. And I've happened to luck out this time around with the work that I do where I am an essential employee, but I'm also available to telework. I mean, that's the the age where I'm at. That's what I do. That's the industry that I'm in. A lot of people aren't so lucky. And so I'm glad that the money that I've paid into unemployment should go to help somebody else out that needs that. But the government is quick to tell us that we're fucking broke. There's no way we can keep this up. It's like, Bitch, we got like 70% of the country at work still, and you're telling us that the unemployment that you're pulling out of our checks every week isn't enough to cover the tab of the people that are on unemployment? What the fuck, right. man? <laughs> I was only on unemployment once in my life, and it was 79 and 80. And yeah, me too, back in the even day. Even back yeah. then. That was a hard time, a, though, man. <laughs> yeah, back then with the hyperinflation. Yeah. 
it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to cover the cost. I was just glad I was living with mom and dad. So anyway, Ray's going to continue doing this thing here. I'm only going to let it play for another minute because I need to move on to the next clip of Ray doing this whole thing. <laughs> so please bear with me as I share with you the hope of the gospel. If I walked up and down this line. Here's the Scotty guy. Or the and Scotty. I uh, offered you this half drunk bottle of water. Or let's say this was thousands of dollars. So he's holding fake like tracts, you know, Christian tracts in his hands. That happened chick, chick tracks, chick tracks. I wish they were chick tracks, but they're the ones that are like that look like money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but they're yeah, obviously yeah. fake enough where it can't be possibly that kind of money. So he's making it look like he's going to hold out a lot of money in front of these people. <sighs> Dishonest liars, man! I swear to Christ, every single one of these people. Which would you choose, the money or the water? Well, you would choose the money in a minute. Anybody in their right mind would. If that was money, but it's not money. That's it's the fucked money. up thing. Just give me the water. You're telling yeah, people it's money. Water. I'll turn it into beer. <laughs> yeah, you know, JC was able to do it to turn it into wine, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you were crawling through a desert, dying of thirst, and I offered you money or water that would save your life, suddenly the water would be more valuable than the money. Well, first of all, good luck finding me in that fucking situation there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there's always water to be had somewhere. You just got to look hard enough. And it's like, <laughs> not most people are going to be going through the goddamn Sahara or the Gobi Desert. You know? And if I was to go to a situation like that, I'd be like, okay, well, we need to treat this like Dune. How about I don't move during the goddamn day and just wait till nighttime to hit, you know, then do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. God. Okay, so even if even if you were in the situation where you were dry, going through a desert, dying of thirst, would you take the money or the bottle of water? Money. What, I was going <laughs> to say, I would yeah. I would punch the guy that's holding both of them and take both. You know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, let's make a deal. Are you going to take door number one or the box on the floor? You know, there's a whole math behind the zonk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The hall problem. The, yeah okay yeah you know exactly what the fuck i'm talking about that's great so many people don't know that one that's that's fascinating we knew people about it people google google we the monty hall problem in the 70s i'm um actually distantly related to monty hall <laughs> yeah found that out when i was younger my mom told me yeah yeah monty yeah, hall's one of the, our distant cousins who's the creepy fuck that used to kiss all the women on on the family feud richard uh, that's richard dawson Richard Dawson, the same guy that got killed in the Running Man, wasn't it? That yeah, Arnold yeah, sent yeah. him down yeah. to the fucking fighting area. That yep. yeah, yeah. Richard Dawson was in. It, fuck, I remember that movie. Christ. He was also on Match Game, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> he was on Match Game. That's like where he got real popular in Hogan's Heroes and Laughing. Yeah, and Laughing. Where yeah. they ask the person the question, and then the guy writes it down what their answer should be. And they, yeah, if yeah, and they try to match it. it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, because that, that's one of the ones where it was like uh, Charles Nelson Paul, Riley, Charles Nelson Riley, and Paul yeah. Lind were on those things. And so, so Paul so. Lind was on Hollywood Square. Oh, he was the center right. square. Take me, I'm the <laughs> secret square. I yeah. love, I love both those guys. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. so good. Anyway, back to Ray, well, Scott, whatever the fuck this guy name is. Because your life is at stake, and the water would save your life, right? It's called circumstantial priorities. 
Your priorities change based on your circumstances. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not. I kind of agree with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. So anyway, so Ray and this uh, this other preacher guy, they ultimately get uh, accosted by the Costco like management that were that's in the building, saying, "Hey, you need to stop doing this. You need to get the fuck out of here. Stop doing it." Nobody needs to hear this, and so just wait till you hear what they have, to, what they're, what they're told here. Hi, sir. How are you today? Good. Great. So I was asked by management to ask you to leave, or if you're going to purchase to get in line. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just one of the public. Yeah. And I'm only going to be here for just a couple of minutes more. Well, you know, I'm here breaking laws, but I'm only going to do it for another couple of minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, the prick probably doesn't even have a Costco card. Probably not. Uh, but the thing is, like. In this video that that uh, Living Waters put out earlier this week, they obviously didn't have a release from this lady that came out to talk to him in the parking lot because they didn't show her on video, but they showed a still image of her and her voice. Mm. And it's like, hey, uh, lady, you you might want to look into that because they they still use your image. And that's kind of a dick move there, Ray. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the the good news is is that even after the backpedaling and them trying to say, I'm only going to be here for another minute, don't worry about it. Hey, cool your jets, it's not that big of a deal, where it's just like, yeah, only Christians are available are away, available to get the kind of special concessions that they get like that. Because anybody else that was coming out there and street preaching and stuff like that, they'd be like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and call the cops. Now, can you imagine what would have happened if there were a bunch of Hare Krishnas that were doing that in front of Costco? Well, and the funny thing is, is like they, he, the guy just ultimately says, yeah, you might as well just go ahead and call the cops. Hang on. And then I'll, uh, I'll leave. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, go ahead and call the police. Okay, that's fine. I'll let her know. <laughs> I'll, I'll be done in a minute, though. You might let her know that. <laughs> so, yeah, I know I'm breaking the law. Go ahead and call the cops, but I'm going to be what out of here before the cops can show SOB. Right. No kidding. So the real funny thing is that at the end of this video, another like two or three minutes into it, you have Ray going back to his car. And on this video, he doxes himself because he leaves his fucking license plate on the video of the car that he's getting into. It's like, (laughs) man, that's not very hard to look up license plate numbers, man. (laughs) I hope it would be a rental because I, I mean, I'm not the kind of person that would be like, hey, uh, here's here's his license plate number. Please look him up and harass him or anything like that. I'm not going <laughs> to be that kind of person. But at the same time, it's like, Ray, come on, man. Make it harder for people to track down your home address. So like, that's a bad Cameron's idea. Car. That'd be funny as shit. But it, it's a <laughs> it's a yellow VW bug. So I don't think that's oh. going to be. Kirk Cameron. That's probably not a rental. Oh, sorry. Sorry. New Beetle. The New Beetle. Not not the original. Driving a German car? (laughs) Hang on. We'll let him talk. Back to the car. Well, that was the second time, second Costco. And I got to tell you, I think I was more nervous the second time than the first, but it went well. I don't know what all these. Okay. So he just goes on to somebody else on this whole thing here. It's just. It's just amazing to me that these guys make these videos and not expect there to be any kind of circumstance for what they do. And that's essentially Christian fundamentalism as it is. They they don't expect to have any kind of um, 
blowback for the stuff they do. But you don't see atheists going out and sitting, like going to a Best Buy in the tech support department and be like, hey, everything that you hold dear with religion, don't believe it. That's not something that happens. It's like, because we we talked about this, God, earlier on, and was it at the, it wasn't even the intro of the show. What, what were we doing? That was the live stream that we were talking about that, where uh, religions primarily, like with Christianity and post-Christianity, yeah. Are the ones that require people to uh, proselytize. Yep. Meanwhile, a lot of other groups that find themselves in the situation where we are as atheists, or like I talked about on the show with me being a Satanist, is like we don't want to proselytize. We want people to think for themselves. You know, yep. it's just yep. it's just fascinating to me that that that's how these people continue to. Uh, get new sheep for the flock. And the funny thing is like, I watched the whole video. I saw that when they finished the street preaching that the people started clapping when he gave his message. And it was the same stupid message of like, have you ever looked at a woman with lust in your eyes? Or have you ever stolen? And if you have, it's the same stupid Ray comfort, you know, message Ray that's comfort. been going on <laughs> yep. for years and years and years. It's lazy as shit. And I, I'm tired of hearing it, but at the same time, it's like, if people like us aren't the ones to combat this kind of message going out there, it's going out there completely untouched. It's it's yeah. something that nobody's fighting, and we need voices like this to come out there and say, hey, that's some bullshit. We need to play a, put a flag on that one. You know, we need to talk yep. about this whole thing. Yeah, because he's always finding new, finding new suckers, please. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Like, share, and subscribe, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I got to actually, I got to actually play uh, Ray Comfort in one of Prophet Azad's videos. Oh, that'd be fun! Like, I got to voice him. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a Jeopardy episode. Did you do a Kiwi voice like he would have? Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> and um, I got to I got to voice him. And uh, Ocean did Jordan Peterson. Oh, and I swear, <laughs> I swear, if you didn't know that it was Ocean, you'd swear it was Jordan Peterson. Well, and as we had in your live stream the other day where Jen was talking about how uh, Jordan Ocean talking about Jordan Peterson and like yeah. all of us started doing our Jordan. I'm going to do my Jordan Peterson in, uh, voice here. But this is basically Kermit the Frog. It's fucking right? Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know there, Piggy. Uh, yeah. I like to eat raw meat because that's the <laughs> diet that... Uh, my daughter's on, and uh, I'm currently yeah, in a, a, a quarantine, not quarantine, I'm in a... Uh, well, it depends on what you mean by quarantine. I'm in a forced coma in Russia right now because I've done too many drugs, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a gulag. I'm in a gulag, and I've, I've managed to write myself into a corner because I have rabid fans that want more from me, and I just can't possibly give it to them. Oh, can't do it. Can't do it. They're feeding me porch. When I die, they're going to cremate me and put me in the Kremlin wall. That's all right. You just got to eat bananas from now on. <laughs> I try, I've tried working on my New Zealand accent, but I can't do it. So. I know. Mine's more Aussie than New Zealand, but yeah, whatever. Hi-ho! Jordan Peterson here for Sesame Street Movies. <laughs> <laughs> glorious I, I can't take credit for that one that's bicycle legs in our chat that brought that up i just had to do it because that's one of the few voices i can actually do well <laughs> that's beautiful beautiful you know what go ahead and pour me 
a little bit of a full glass of that rum. Bert. No ice, no ice. Bert, no. Hey, I can handle it. It's just something to moisten my lips. I'm not going back to the darkness, sweetie. Bert, you've been sober for 47 straight days. Oh, man. Hey, damn it, that's my rum. You don't have to pour it down the sink, man. We're going to do it together. Right, Bert? You don't have a monkey wrench, <laughs> do you? Bert, I know what you're thinking. And... What? I'm not going to dismantle the pipes and drink from the U-trap. <laughs> I mean, that's what an animal does. Damn it! Mortimer, you're deluding it! Hold me, hold me. Come tight. on now. This is, I'm just, I'm a young Pray till it passes. Come on. I mean, I, we'll just, we'll just pray until the, the doves erupt so from much. our chests and fly into the sun. Yes. Bow your heads. I hope people really appreciate and I and I'm not saying uh Neil here needs to appreciate. I'm just saying everybody <laughs> else out there needs to appreciate the fact that it's Friday, the twenty-fourth of April, and I watched nearly the entire Coach Dave live live stream that was broadcast hey, today. Brother. He finishes his broadcast like 20 minutes after I get to work, which I get to work at six o'clock in the morning and he's usually done by then. So he's in central time. So that's like he records at fucking butt fuck early in the morning. And I don't know how <laughs> the man can. He's old. OK, maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Like I've I've heard that as you get older, the less sleep you need. And I get six hours as it is, so I mean, it's not like your face is turning into a burger there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, distracted by green screen stuff here. Um, anyway, I don't want to bag on old people or anything. I, I'm finding myself as I go to bed and get five hours of sleep, it's like, okay, time to get up for the day. But it, I've never gotten up at six o'clock in the morning and be like, all right. Time to live stream. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm no. barely conscious. No. I'm driving to the fucking Tim Hortons down the road just to grab an extra large coffee. Well, and I, I like the fact that I live stream at night because that means I can have nine beers. And I don't even have to worry about it. It's like if, if you drink that much at six o'clock in the morning, you got a problem. But if you're doing it on a Friday night, it's just a Friday night, man. You know? <laughs> exactly. And we're talking Utah beers. It's three, two. It's not that fucking hard. These are seven. So, oh my god, I'm surprised <clears throat> you're not more of a wreck. <laughs> this is just keeping me hydrated. I'm more, Canadian. It's more That's interesting why. than being hydrated. And I've got good shit that I bought earlier this week. I just decided this week I don't I don't need to be fucking ripped <laughs> near the end of the show because I need to do some editing and stuff. For anyway, god damn it, not talking about <laughs> business. I watched the entire fucking Dave Dobinmeyer video up wow. until we get to this clip here where it took place at 59 minutes and 53 seconds just Into to talk the about this whole thing because he's talking about this whole episode about how christian men uh don't need to act like the stereotypical christian men they need to be brothers of thunder or something like that they need to be <laughs> ones that are willing to call out other people for doing stuff you know well it was, it was a lot of mixed metaphors. It was a lot, man, and it, it hurt to listen to this whole thing. Oh, God. But we get to this part here, and he's going to talk about coronavirus, because that's what a lot of these people talk about. Yep. Uh, and I'm just going to let him speak for himself, so here we go. Listen, part of the plan, folks, 
part of the plan is to uh, make hospitals go broke. <laughs> it's, it's to make what? Costco's go broke? No, no, hospitals, hospitals. go broke. Oh, hospitals. I part see. of the plan of... That's never going to happen, Dave. <laughs> the deep state COVID-19 takeover of, you know, everything that you hold the dear. COVID-19 takeover. <sighs> Yeah, there's so there's a going to buy all the hospitals. Do we have what? an address for this guy? I want to go beat him up <laughs> in Minecraft. He um, might like that. In Minecraft, yeah. Okay, so it's not Brothers of Thunder; it's Sons of Thunder that he talks about on this one. But I think Sons of Butcher better. So he's worried that the the liberals are going to take over the hospitals because if they're broke, we're going to be able to swoop in and buy them cheap and. Make it a nationalized health system, which everybody that's not me in this audience as I'm watching this earlier today is going, well, what the fuck's wrong with that? You know, why don't we have a nationalized health care? But, but it's Coach Dave, so it never goes the route that I want it to. It's part of this plan. Why? Yeah, to federalize them. Federalize them. Obamacare. Backdoor. They, kn- they knew that. They knew. <laughs> Just said. Back door. Back door. I'm a back door oh, man. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yes. Jim Morrison. Anyway. Yep. I was going to say <laughs> it's a Led Zeppelin lyric, right? <laughs> no, no. Jim Morrison. It was Jim Morrison's only lyric. Not. Okay. Yeah. No, sorry. Thinking of somebody else. Never mind. The doors. Doors. Sorry. Yeah. God damn it. Hospitals are going broke. They're going broke. They don't have, they have no clientele. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I mean, they've got plenty of clientele. But how are you going to tell somebody that they need to? I mean, I guess it shouldn't be that much of a stretch for hospitals in this country to go. You need to pay for that life savings shit that we did for you here. And, I, and I've talked about it on the show. Uh, this When I had my uh, pneumonia that came out of nowhere which my wife is not uh, unconvinced I didn't have COVID-19 before most of the other people did because I got pneumonia out of nowhere and it had shortness of breathing and it had heart problems and stuff like that. It was scary. It was really fucking scary, that whole surprise pneumonia that I had a couple of months back. Um, she's not unconvinced I didn't have it, but at the same time, I finally got my bill for everything and it was like, I think it was, what, two grand after I paid for most of my stuff? fucking ridiculous but they shouldn't be going broke because they're charging people like us and like me a arm and a fucking leg meanwhile you got captain canada up here <laughs> that's <laughs> i'm giving you a hard time you you guys have so you guys have somewhat socialized healthcare, right or is it we uh, i basically um in canada we have um you guys have increased taxes for the fact that i you i get- I'm- well, we pay, but it's really, really small amount. Right. Like a little bit comes off my check every time, and the company matches the other half of it. Oh, that's um, not what they tell us on Fox News. No. Well, because <laughs> Fox News is full of shit, and you should know that by now. <laughs> right. But um, but when I was unemployed, I would have to pay, I think, uh, and this was in the 90s, I was paying about 120 bucks a month <laughs> towards my medical. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I've I've always had medical coverage. Yes, (laughs) 120 bucks, and that was that would cover everything except for like um, uh, hospital beds or something like that, like where we'd have to pay a little bit more for that. But 
it's never broken us. Not like you guys. When you, down there in the states, it's, I, I, I'm, I, my jaw drops every time I hear about it, some of these it medical shouldn't bills. Work. It honestly shouldn't work the way that it's working, but yeah. somehow everybody's fine. It's the whole stupid. Uh, We're all fine. <laughs> it's the reference that they bring up. It's the reference that they bring up all the time of the frog in the water and you raising the temperature until it's boiling, which is not yeah. how living things work. I, I get the stupid reference, but yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. how things work. But and and they keep telling us. In the, in the mainstream media or corporate controlled conservative press or CCCC, they keep saying these <laughs> folks in Canada are waiting six months, nine no. months. You're waiting no. forever. You're waiting no. forever. Certain situations, yes. Oh, no, for everything. No, if There's it's something things. that is life threatening, you're there right away. That's if you need to get it's elective if, stuff. If you need, you know. if you need to get a late, a, uh, um, a knee replacement like a, or a yes, you know. that's exactly right. Then you're going to be waiting a few months. And but that's the same <laughs> goddamn thing that happens in America. That's yeah. the thing that people don't understand. Is that that's the same goddamn thing that happens here? But we're still paying ten times as much. Yeah, and, it's ridiculous. And I feel so bad for you guys. People from Canada are coming to the United States to get the care that they're denied because Bullshit. the government rationed care. Even Bullshit. Though, <laughs> even though here in the America, from my perspective, years ago when I first contracted rheumatoid arthritis in 1997, at that time I had screw cross. I had to wait 10 <laughs> months because the IVs that I needed from screw cross, screw cross wouldn't pay. Screw they kept cross. Saying, yeah, they kept saying it's not, ne not medically necessary. Right. So I appealed it. And they said, go ahead. Take Tylenol. That's all you need. My joints are attacked. My, my immune system is attacking my joints. They're telling me to take Tylenol. The lucky thing is I'm one of the few people that can switch my insurance once a year. So I switched from Rue Cross to, to Kaiser, which does cover it. And yeah. it's only a $50 cool. co-payment for me. That's, and, that's decent. Look, I had to borrow on my MasterCard. I used to have a great book collection of old chess books. I had to liquidate those. I had to put $8,000 of debt on a credit card. Holy get shit. The IVs that I needed for 10 months. Yep. It's fucked up. It is really and, fucked up in this country. And to top it off. Yeah, that is fucked and up. And then to top it off. Come move Cross, up here. We got lots of room. Screw Cross in California, they actually give incentive payments to their, to their bean counters. The more claims they reject, the more that they get incentive payments. They get incentive payments like a cruise going down to Cabo. They even played the grand person who denied the most claims five years ago. person that denied the most claims got two weeks vacation to London and Paris. All expenses paid. So, Neil, Wonderful. what part of BC do you live in again? <laughs> I am in what's known as Vancouver, British Columbia. Well, Vancouver Lower Mainland, it's actually called. I'm actually in a little city just south of Vancouver called New Westminster. Oh, okay. Yeah. I live basically where I live. I live I've on driven a, through, never stopped. <laughs> I, I live on the peak of a, of a, of a delta okay. that has the river split right where I live. So basically there's water all the way around where I am. I mean, so. if, uh, if Canada ever gets a program where they, they're willing to accept people that do YouTubes as a, as a profession, maybe that would be something yeah. we could. We, we do. I, I, I'm yeah. kidding. I, I do have professional skills, and I very much would love to immigrate to another country. However, I have people in my life that don't want to leave this goddamn forsaken state that I live in. That's true. 
Yeah. And there would be a lot of like. You ever uh, change your mind? I could help you out, brother. Well, I would very much love to move to the Pacific Northwest. That that's just me. It's, though, it's, so. it's awesome here. It is awesome up there. I've been up there. As before. a matter of fact, uh, my buddy Nathaniel from Divine Disbelief just moved up to Portland. So I'm going to go down there and visit him. Surrey is about five a really hours fucking away. cool town. Yeah, that's all I'm Surrey? Say. Yeah. Dude, I'm literally five minutes away from Surrey. <laughs> so I've probably driven by. So probably. <laughs> ages ago. Fucking ages ago. Well, you know, we were talking sub pop earlier this week, and that's because yeah. I, I came through that area of the world and I got a taste for the music. So anyway, uh, back to fucking this guy. Coach Dave. <laughs> we were talking about medical stuff. Yeah, that's right. We were talking. Yeah. Anyway, back to this. And what's going to happen? He's going to become pop of government. They're going to bail him out. And then Obamacare's here. Boy, oh boy. I- I've got news for you, Dave. Obamacare already is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you asleep or something, Dave? <laughs> I mean, that- that's kind of been the law of the land for at least like the last six to eight years, I think. I mean, it, Obamacare didn't get pushed through until he was during his first term, right? That's like the only political capital yeah. that he had uh-huh. to push that through. Like during his first term for Obama. So it was like, it was before the midterms hit. So it was yeah. definitely six to six to nine years right now that we were, were going on with Obamacare. So yeah, it's been something that's been here for a while. If it's been a, here for a decade, it's part of the culture. You can't just say, oh, Obamacare is here. It's like, no, it's kind of already been here. And guess what would happen? Guess what happens when governments take control of markets? They reduce the cost of most of the shit, unless we're talking military industrial complex, because that's that's honestly. Ten bucks for a hammer. <laughs> it's, it's so much goddamn money. No, is it $10,000 for a hammer? $10,000 for a hammer. Yeah, for a 10 buck hammer would just be like a hickory handle fucking iron. Yeah, yeah made out of plastic. <laughs> right. <sighs> but man, just okay, Dave, what else you got for us? You got to give the devil credit, man. He ain't no dummy. Always. <laughs> devil, baby. Wait, did Dave just say to give the devil credit? Dave yeah. Dobbenmeyer just said to give the devil credit. He ain't no dummy, is what. Pleased to said. meet you. <laughs> Hope you guess my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to say that somebody in our chat did have my back on this because I thought it was a Led Zeppelin lyric before you guys corrected me on Jim Morris. It is. It is also a Led Zeppelin it was, lyric. It was a whole lot of love, and so thank yeah. you, Bicycle Legs, for that because I. Let's yeah. see what else, what else. Yeah, was that? bicycle. Was that? A whole lot of love was on um, in through the outdoor, wasn't it, or was that? A whole lot of love. No, hell no, dude. No, that was Zeppelin 2, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. No, wait. I don't no. fucking know. Yeah, no, no, no. no. See, I'm yeah, Zep, Zep 2 yeah, is I what should... Bicycle X says here, and I'm I'm willing to accept yeah, Zep that 2. he knows yeah. that he yeah. knows more than I do. Zeppelin's my second favorite band after Black Sabbath. So Oh, see, I love Black Sabbath, man. I was listening Fuck to yeah. Do you like Dio Sabbath or do you like only Ozzy Sabbath? I love Aussie Sabbath, and I also do dig totally dig Dio Sabbath. Anything after that, the only thing after that that really uh, was that I dug was Ian Gillen when he did Zero the Hero. Uh, hero the Hero, you know that. Now, one? that was- for for homework, once we get done with this one, I want you to look up a band called Mac Sabbath. Oh yeah, uh, yes, okay. I know who they are. <laughs> okay, good. I've seen Mac Sabbath. <laughs> That's so I fucking am weird, frying pan. Yes, I am frying pan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah For anybody yeah. out there they, they that might be fun. uncultured swine, 
Oh, yeah. And, and the, the lead singer is Ronald Osborne. Dread Zeppelin. Yes. The Elvis looking singer for. Oh, yeah. I've seen them twice here in Vancouver in a little tiny oh, club. The, they the, were fantastic. They, 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 we could do a whole show on music, man. Right. I swear to Christ. Totally. Man. No. I mean, well, I got a, a, an after show tomorrow. You should jump in next. Oh, well, I mean, I'll be doing this <laughs> tomorrow. I'll be editing all <laughs> this tomorrow. So, all right. So, Coach Dave, back to you. The devil ain't no dummy. Okay. Except what what really fucks me up about the whole Coach Dave thing and all these Christians out there is that they're willing to concede the devil is smart, but they have a God that just <laughs> lets him do it. Just let him get away with this shit all the fucking time. Oh, but Brother X, you seem to forget. Our God <laughs> is X. an awesome God. I hear that from my family. <laughs> but you need to get closer to the camera. Awesome if, if, he's, if he's that fucking awesome, stop the bad guy. You know, so if he's the bad guy, stop the bad guy. If you have the ability to stop evil from happening, if you have the ability to stop pain from happening, if you yep. have the ability to stop hurt from happening and you don't, you're the immoral prick in this situation here. It's like that but, Tracy. What, Tracy. What, what, what my family says is that pain drives you to the big G and JC and Go his unkind band. <sighs> no, I kind of like what Tracy. Uh, um. I know from XP, yeah, yeah. Um, Tracy Harris, thank you. Uh, said about uh, you know if you if you saw somebody being raped, would you sit there and go, "Hey, listen, I'm going to get you later for this," or would you intervene? And if you're the person that would intervene, then you're much more moral than God. Well, and as we alluded to earlier, I think it was also on the Patron show where we were talking about how Jeffrey Dahmer ultimately got saved by Ken Hovind, right? Any God that's willing to have somebody like Jeffrey Dahmer sitting at the right hand throne of Jesus, whatever it is. With all his victims. With the victims that are there. Meanwhile, because I chose not to believe because I didn't have enough evidence, I'm going to be eternally burning in the the fires of hell. Yep. Eternal punishment for a finite crime. Seems just to me. Unless unless you were predestined like a Calvinist. A Calvinist. (laughs) Oh, no Calvinists, yeah, yeah, They're- and I don't think that uh, I don't think that Kent Hoven appreciates the fact that his son is a Calvinist either. So uh, they don't even like each other. So <laughs> Apologia had a quite a yeah, that was really interesting. interesting that he had you the, saw that the, that's the Bible, great the Bible camp that he had with them during this during yeah. this whole COVID nineteen thing, and it was rather amicable. I must say, there's conversation. There was no you know shit what, being tossed back and forth it was pretty what cool. i really appreciated is that you had two people that were completely different bookends of this whole conversation mm-hmm. going i'm not going to see what you see you're not going to see what i see and so when i was listening to this i'm like this is really interesting but at the same time i'm like there's no stakes here you know that's the only thing that <laughs> yeah. I saw about it is that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you're right you're absolutely right yeah i mean i'm fuck I, I i'm never going to be the we're never going to be the channel where we're trying to convince somebody of something they don't believe already <laughs> uh, i mean if you're 18 minutes into Bad us humor. talking about max sabbath and we're talking about zeppelin in between <laughs> talking about dave dobbenmeyer yeah like yeah. look i i realize that this is an acquired taste for a lot of people there's a reason i don't have a ton of subscribers on youtube it, fuck that because, i love your channel that's why i'm on it i love doing this the way that i'm doing this is because 
I couldn't think of a better way of spending a Friday at a Friday night. Uh, people might say, well, especially you know, trapped inside. What about your wife and kids? And it's like they're asleep. <laughs> they, don't, they don't stay up late. <laughs> I've always been a stay up late kind of person, and I'm the I'm yeah. the evil fucking person that had spent an hour listening to Coach Dave just so I could listen to this and have it somehow turn into us talking about what we're talking about now. Because <laughs> Coach Dave is a dick. That's why. So I'm going to let him finish up because he's only got a, like another minute or so. I'm going to see what he says. He ain't no dummy. Greg Hunter. Greg Hunter talks about pensions. How many of you are living on a pension or counting on a pension? Hmm? How many of you? Not quite yet. Uh, you, you know cities are broke? You know states are going broke? Yeah, but they can't actually go bankrupt. There's no, no, there's no law that says they can go bankrupt. And so, if you've paid in with your labor into your pension, your entire working life, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to draw from it, unless that pension was somehow investing into a high risk market, which they shouldn't be doing. But. <sighs> I, I'm not a big fan of not taking care of people that hit retirement anyway, but I mean, God damn it. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to scare anybody. I ain't scared at all. I'm not, not scared, scared about nothing, but a wise man sees trouble coming. And I'm telling you, if they open up America tomorrow, we're in for H E. I said, I don't want to say that word. We are in for H E L L. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Yeah. It's got a I'm point. I'm not going to disagree with you there because if you open <laughs> the country, got a point. Next, yeah, if you open the country next week, it's going to be it's going to fucking suck. Like that second wave. Hey, they've already <laughs> opened up. Hey, they've already opened up Georgia. And that's the night that the lights went out in Georgia. Well, yeah, and, yeah. There was the uh, the protest that happened prophecy. today. I think it was in was it Missouri or I think it was, or Minnesota. I can't remember what state it was, but where they had thousands of people joining for this, you know. Let us go back to work kind of fucking rally that was going on. Yeah. And Mich the Michigan. only thing I could share with people is the 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 people dancing with the fucking coffin on their shoulder because it's just like you guys are headed for so much pain. You don't even fucking realize it. It's just oh, well, didn't, it's just, it's didn't so fucking ridiculous. Pastor Locke do one of those things recently and Seth Anders did a video about that. I, I believe he did. I I haven't watched it yet, but I Oh, dude, seven and a half minutes long. It's totally worth it. Pastor Locke, man. Like, oh, what a douchebag. I, I will watch it one of these days because I love the fact that I will use that taser video as often as I fucking can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm petty. I, I, I will be one of the first people to admit that I am petty as shit when it comes to people like that. If I'm wronged by somebody, oh, man, I, I'm going to bring it up every fucking time that I possibly can. <laughs> yep, especially if they're in the room. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. They we're talking Greg Locke. It was Stephen Anderson that got tased. Sorry, uh, not oh, Greg yeah. Locke. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> wrong person. I get them mixed up because they're both weasel-faced assholes. But oh fuck, <sighs> Tommy McMurtry. I heard he likes pumpkins, but I I, nah, I can yeah. either say that's <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> I, I was just talking to Jimmy earlier today, and uh, yeah, well, mind you, we were talking. About I was supposed to have him on like a number of months ago, but he he had to cancel on us. And I'm like, man, I fucking hate he does, he, he, he does that. He's uh, got anxiety issues, but uh, he's he's also told me he'll be on my show too at some point. He fucking better be because I just sent him a whole bunch of Yu Gi Oh cards for free. 
pretty much. Now, now he's honor bound to it. So yeah, yeah. Well, he, he threw me fifty bucks to cover the shipping and whatnot. So basically, the shipping cost me about twenty six bucks, and the rest of it all whatever. I, I don't care, right? They're, they're expensive, but I don't give a shit. This summer, I'll, I'll always tell you. Huh? People don't have money. They ain't going to be going to Disneyland. They're not going to be out boating. They're not going to be out buying steaks. No, 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 no. I bought steaks this week. <laughs> I mean, fuck me, right? I, mean, I, I had I bought, prime rib tonight. I, I bought a twenty. I bought a suitcase of Paps Blue Ribbon before I came on the show tonight. I mean, the suitcase of it. <laughs> Where the hell can you buy a suitcase of beer? Well, it's a 24 pack. That's that's what I call a suitcase. Oh, a suitcase. Okay. I got a yeah. 15 pack. <laughs> But this is um, a little one called uh, Caribou Blondale. So. <laughs> I was going to get uh, a six pack of Tallboy Rainiers, but I was like, man, that's that's even too fucking. That's no, way too uh, hipster for even me. Like, I can't even... <laughs> Rainiers are hipster now? <laughs> they, they've been in America for a while. I would have used to make fun of them. <laughs> I, would, I wish I could find hams. <laughs> well, hams is good, actually. It's good beer, man. All right, so let's let him finish. That's all changed. That's all changed. Oil company's going to go broke. Good. Oh, good. What? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Well, remember that this week the price of oil went negative. Yeah. Yeah. It I paid you- dirt cheap for gas right now. <sighs> well, the fucked up thing about America is like the price immediately goes up. But it takes forever for it to come down here. So it's that accounting rule last in, first out. Yeah, yeah. People aren't going to have money. Those bailouts are going to come due. Folks, buckle up. We win in the end. But understand this <laughs> my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And here's all you got to know. Here's all you got to realize is Truth. if you would go back and look at this show, one of the most important parts of the entire show was when I put up there Salem Radio, Bot Radio, VCY America, and you'll find out the pablum that the Christian church is hearing, and you'll know exactly why my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The average Christian has no idea what's going on. <laughs> that's true. He's, that's true. he's, he's that's nailed true. it right there. That's true because they slobber over the ground. <laughs> yeah. They have no idea of reality, period. So. They like to live in their little god, god fitted fantasy world. Well, it's like you you would go to them and you 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 ask them just about anything that might be a little bit more spicy than they're used to, you know, just just a little bit of spice more than what they're used to. It's like, hey, have you ever had pastrami? And they'd be like, what's that? I have no idea what that is. You know, they'd be like, this must be evil because it tastes good. You know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, <sighs> things that taste good tend to be bad for us, but fucking I don't care. You only live once. Right, and I'm going to enjoy my fucking rye with pastrami. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love pastrami. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Joe, and I have you to thank for that love that you kindled for me. So <laughs> he, he sent me a care package from a deli in L.A., and it was no. some of the best shit that I've ever had in my life. Good corned beef, good pastrami. Oh, oh my God, it was so good. The fresh pickles were good. Oh man, you're making me hungry. <laughs> so good. I need some food. It's one thirty in the morning. <laughs> All right, la- last couple of seconds. Yeah, we're sure. not to be ignorant of his devices, and the average 
Christian in America ain't got any clue. And let me tell you something. The pulpits aren't going to let you tell them the truth. The media is not going to let you tell the truth. The Christian radio is not going to let you tell the truth. We are in this on our own, boys and girls. <laughs> well, that's you right. They don't. Dave. They just simply recite Republican propaganda. But the thing is, like, he has a <laughs> moment of clarity at the very end of this hour-long shit Diatribe. of a show that he had out there. And it's like, okay, he, he went for an hour. Okay, good for you. We've gone 30 minutes just on this clip alone. (laughs) But the thing is, like, at the very end of it, he has this moment of clarity where he's like, hey, Christians, nobody's going to save you except yourselves. And it's like, then why do you need a God? Because he's not doing anything. You guys are doing things to make him happy, but he's not saying, yes, that makes me happy or no, that makes me mad at all. All you're trying to do is read the tea leaves. Of something that you're, you're, and he used to talk to people back in the day, according to their book. Just, and he just decided to be like, um, done. I killed my kid. I'm gonna go and hang out here nowhere. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love these guys say, well, you know, he exists outside of space and time well then he doesn't exist because you require coordinates and that requires space and time to exist in our universe so go one, fuck. one of my favorite quotes is when people talk about how uh if if god were to reach his hand into our universe he, he would pull his hand out like dripping with physics you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> get all this crap off me what is ugh, this ugh, i got ew. my hands in fucking reality ugh. yeah <laughs> yeah like the blob. a little bit of a singularity on there Ugh, man, that's gonna be quantum entanglement for years. God, why's my pinky disappear? Oh, fucking black holes! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, that's a, that's Coach Dave. Hopefully, you've enjoyed that one. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up, and it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sass all right, folks. Well, that does it for us once again this week. Uh, let me go ahead and get to my patrons because you guys make this show possible. And I really think I should give you as much uh, recognition as I possibly can. So here we go. Jennifer Gilbert, Snake Pliskin, Amber Mulvaney, Andrea Brooks, Brooke Moffat, Coral Van Marl, Hopswatch, James Kenyon, Jessica Russell. Sorry, James Russell. And then Jessica Marshall. You guys, I got to square with you guys. I've I've had like five hours of sleep over like the last two days. I just haven't been able to sleep. And doing the show last night was a lot of fun. But man, I am trying to work off of fumes here. So here we go. Karen Sheets, Madeline Welsh, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Stacey Startzel, The Godless Revolution, Tina Coley, Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93, Algatra Coldus, Andre Skabinski, Ben Roberts, Chris Turner, Daisy's Econ, Gary Gerfin, Henry Hutanen, Jeffrey Brown, Jonathan Weaver, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lada Nilsson, Michael Murphy, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar's Monstrosity, 
Trickster, Wade Heaton, Andrew Medina, Anwin Davies, Becky Fairley, Bicycle Legs, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Chuck Patnod, Corey Vanderpool, Dave Lindop, Erica Archuleta, Apu Nahasa Pima Petalon supports the Philadelphia Ethical Society. That's Freethinker215. Uh, Gary Smith, Jeff Linville, Karen Sheath, Kings, <laughs> Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury. God damn, man. Tongue twister right there. Lisa Riddell, Malleus Farmentum, Nay, Mr. Bible Pants, Michael Smuda, Micro Warrior, Double Zero, Mike Yoakum, and it's Nick.Q4. Sorry. I am still waiting for a pronouncer on that one there, buddy. Uh, Nancy White, Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Robert Levine, Rosabelle Howden, some random Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, A Light in the Dark, Arduin, Angelica Pearson, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Jessica Marshall, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Raccoon King, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Jazza G, Joe, Matthew James, Michael Lord, Peter Hockley. My God. We have a lot of patrons, and it just keeps getting better and better every week. Thank you all so much for your wonderful support. It really does mean the world to me. But I need to state to everybody else that if you do not have the ability to share for your love, share your love for the show monetarily, I'm not going to edit this. Sorry, just not going to do it. If you don't have the ability to do that, please just make sure you give us a like on whatever service you use to catch us on. Find us on social media, join our groups that we have there, send us a text message, send us an email, send us just about anything. But, uh, you know, there are many ways that you can show love for the show. So we're looking for subscriptions on YouTube at all times. Please make us more popular there. We would love it. But anyway, I am going to just go ahead and bring episode number 292 to a close. You guys have had a long episode. I'm tired. You're probably tired of hearing me talk about this shit. Anyway, we'll catch you next week with another one. But until then, you're welcome. Nope, that's not it. Remember, everyone, you're welcome. Or something like that. Good night, everyone. compliance regulations change thousands of times and every year ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else like running their business grow stronger with ADP HR talent time and payroll attention social security and SSI recipients if you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.